Blog Talk Radio. Pleasant good evening to all of you out in Radio Land. You're listening to the Cricket Show. We're on early today. Reason being, it's Super Bowl Sunday, and as such, we usually give our families the chance to absorb this wonderful football action over there in California. And yes, we are missing them. Eight days. Good evening to you, Leon. It's a very pleasant 78 degrees out here in Southern California, and by the time the game starts, we expect it to be just in the middle 80s. So wonderful day, cloudless, beautiful blue sky, lots of sunshine for the big game. Back to you, Leon. And of course, we have with us Detton Patel and Cardinal Mills early to bed. And they say, they, what I said, were you early to bed? Early to rise. So let's hear from Jatin and then we hear from Cardinal. Cardinal, why don't you come in first and let Jatin come in afterwards? Yeah, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, uh, Card. Good, uh, good afternoon to you, sir. And of course, yes, Jatin. Good afternoon, Good to have a, a, a thing, but I'm I'm going to be muted for a while because I think I'm going to be experiencing some noise around me. All right, okay, we understand. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, Jetin, let me just give the show. Yes. Yeah. Good afternoon, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me get the show its blessings and then come right back onto you, dear Heavenly Father. We come to you this evening. Thank you for your giving us. Another opportunity to have a wonderful show. You pray that you will make it safe without any disturbance or distraction. We pray also for the wonderful folks who have made it possible for us to have a show each and every day, every week. We pray especially for the ones who are sick. My dear wife Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashley, Lisa Lashley, his daughter, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Bob Nisbet. Murchis Nisbet, El Camino Willett, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, Delbert Francis, Dennis Heat, Joseph Gunshop, and all the others who have, not express, who have not expressed their concerns. Lord, we pray for them and pray that this show will go on without any interruption whatsoever. And we again thank you for the ones who made it possible by giving us finance 
Mrs. Gucci. So without no ado, I was going to bring in Miss Ted. Going to bring in our friend out of um, Indianapolis. And uh, come on in, Jatin. Yes, good afternoon, listeners. Uh, welcome back. This is our time today, but we got the special thing going on on this uh, day of the Super Bowl, which is always all about festivities. And uh, I usually feel this is the God-gifted uh, day for me because uh, last almost half dozen years, I will say, there is always something good happen on the day of the Super Bowl. One of the initiatives was the Spanish program for the cricket, which I launched uh, two years back. And then uh, today we have another important thing is like a Cricket Hall of Fame's the new initiative about who is who in cricket. And at the same time, we are just lucky today that uh, we're going to have a legendary voice from India who just has concluded the IPL auction. And uh, we have a lot of insight. But uh, I will ask the president if it is okay, I can go ahead. Yes, go right ahead. Audio discussion on that IPL. So let's listen to the conversation first, and then we usually go with the other panelists on the question and answer, and we'll go from there. So here we go. We are giving you this insight on what the discussion. Okay, we'll start. Yeah. Uh, thank you, listeners from around the world. Uh, we are at the Cricket Show USA, and uh, today. Uh, we are uh, humbled to welcome a legendary voice from India, Charu Sharma, been commentator for a long time. He is uh, one of the voices where the cricket fans around the world know him very well, the way he covers the game. And as I said, it's a legendary voice in Indian cricket. And uh, today we are bringing him for a quick chat, especially about him. He's a cricket junkie his cricket contribution, and at the moment, how he's being involved or how he is helping the game overall. And then we'll definitely jump into a few couple of few questions on recently concluded uh, IPL auction, where he is uh, one of the auctioneers, we call it, the person who make a final call about decision-making on uh, player contracts. So welcome, Charu Sharma from India. Thanks for uh, joining us today. And uh, I would like to have you a brief moment. Uh, take your time to introduce yourself and tell us about us. Besides me, I have the panelist. Uh, uh, Leon Francis is the USA cricket uh, president and uh, founder of the show about 11 years back, and since then, this is the journey. We are covering this radio every Sunday, 6 to 9 p.m. in the U.S., but because of the Super Bowl tonight, we are doing this segment a little bit early today. And also, I have the Daniel Tripp. He's from the Los Angeles, and he's also one of the members and the panelists. So those will be the only two people besides me uh, going to interact with Charu Sharma. So welcome, Charu Sharma, and I'd like to have your opportunity to introduce yourself to the Cricket Show. Jatin, thanks so much. It's such a privilege, and Leon and Dennis, many thanks. 
you've been very kind and generous in your comments just in already, and uh, it will certainly not take long. I have been, uh, well, I've had the good fortune of being a sports person myself for very long, and for the last 40 years, a uh, sports broadcaster. Uh, I began my broadcasting journey with the first big moment, uh, crossing a big threshold in India when Color Television came in for the ninth Asian Games, which was back in 1982, and I've been really Delighted to be a part of the sporting world as a broadcaster, of course, uh, for many other angles in sport ever since then. And uh, I was fortunate, of course, to, to be in the cricket world all these years. A little bit of cricket myself, as all of us do. Love the game. And uh, in our part of the world, Justin and uh, Leon Dennis, you know, cricket is religious. So it's great to be involved with the game. Uh, it does bring a lot of joy. We've had the IPL auction just conclude. I wasn't meant to be the auctioneer, although I'm a professional auctioneer, but they had another one, a gentleman from the UK who sadly uh, cut rather unwell. There was a small incident, I think the first, well, within the first couple of hours yesterday, and uh, they quickly gave me a call and said, would you like to fill in? Very lucky. Well, I've been unlucky because I hurt my shoulder. So I haven't been playing golf and tennis and whatever else. I was sitting at home having lunch with my family. This, Can you come over right now? I said, yeah. And uh, that's how one also got very deeply involved with the IPL auction. But otherwise, I've had a wonderful journey so far. And uh, it's a privilege to be with Jatin, you, Leon, Dennis, to be on the show. Uh, you've been holding it for the last 11 years, I believe. That's a lot of hard work, a lot of water under the bridge. And uh, I would be most pleased to have a longer chat with you as soon as you wish to get into it. Great to be on the show. Yeah, Dennis, Leon, you're welcome to the show. Um, uh, let's take it over from here. I'd like to have Leon to moderate this show from here on. And uh, me and Dennis will be joining hands for the show. <laughs> why don't you pick it up for me there, Dennis, uh, as I am? Um... Dennis, Leon? why don't you start it off first? We can't hear Leon. Take it. Yeah. Dennis, introduce yourself and uh, let's move on with the queries and questions with the channel. Okay, I just wanted to know that confirm that you can hear me. Yes, you are all good. Oh, yes. Shama, good morning or good afternoon where you are. I'm delighted that you're able to join us today. Um, you have a very long history of uh, involvement in cricket. And personally, I've also had a, a history of sorts in that I started playing at the age of what, 11, 12, right through till now I'm retired. I played the game. I umpired the game. I've been a secretary of the Umpires Association. And now in my later years, I'm part of the uh, cricket show here in the United States with Leon and JT as panelists. But I was fortunate enough to be able to observe a small portion of the uh, IPL draft on uh, a couple of days ago and the, the factor that arises in my mind not having exact, not having seen this before is how was the base price set for each of these uh, very talented players that were in this draft can you enlighten me just a little bit Sure. Uh, I was not privy to the exact system, but it does follow a pattern where the senior players or the cast players, as it were, start off obviously on the highest level. Uh, it also has to do with uh, mutual agreement between the players because at various levels, the players have to agree to it. 
And the players themselves then choose those categories. And some of them, of course, chose a very high category, a high base price, and unfortunately did not get uh, taken in by any team. The youngest players, the uncapped players, have a base price of 20 lakhs, which is 2 million Indian rupees. And uh, that is the base for just about every player. So we range from that to 10 times that of uh, 200 million rupees uh, for the senior players, but not more. And of course, uh, those who do get uh, taken by teams often go up to five, ten times their base price or even much more. But it's decided between the cricket board, the IPL committee, and the players as well. The players' consent is necessary. Thank you so much. Now, the question that followed from that is why or how does the actual price pay in a contract to your each player for that season? How does that affect the major playing countries in terms of their star players coming out here to play, seemingly coming out to play in the IPL, seemingly at times maybe to ignore their own national players? Uh, any feedback, any comeback that you've heard of in, in regard to that? Is it high price that's keeping them away? <laughs> well, some of them for sure. But it's also professional pride. Uh, you know, there's this country versus club debate that's gone on in many major sports for very long. And uh, the traditionalists, if I may call them that, and it's not that I'm not one, country over the club. But for many sports now, the minutes you turn more and more professional, and there's more, uh, well, remuneration, should we say the league get more lucrative, then that decision becomes more and more difficult. Because after all, let's not forget, Dennis, that a professional sportsman does like to earn a livelihood through that sport. And if the country is offering a big enough paycheck, then people would not want to go to professional leagues. But the leagues do offer a very large paycheck, and uh, they do reward performance. And uh, I'm afraid this will continue to be a mix of wanting and hoping to play for the country, where there's a certain amount of remuneration, and whenever possible, hoping to play professional leagues as well. Because as you can understand, maybe 15, 18, 20 people do qualify to play for the country. But in professional leagues, that number goes up to 200, depending on the, the width of the league, number of teams, and so on and so forth. So obviously many more players can be absorbed in a professional league, not only in one country, but many other countries now offering professional league opportunities. And therefore, it's difficult for players in cricket too to now say, I will play only for my country because obviously you don't play that many matches. You want to maximize your earnings because, as you know, Dennis, uh, most sports persons have a short shelf life. Now, if I'm going to play five, seven, eight years of my best cricket at that point of time, I will want to maximize my opportunities, maximize my play, maximize my revenue. So it's difficult to hold that against the players if you wish to try and have a sort of a mix between country and club. You and if, if I still have the score, I want to have another question for you. We were very fortunate to witness the cricket under uh, ITC under 19 World Cup out here in the Caribbean, and there were quite a number of talented players, specifically referring to the Indian players. There were quite a number of talented players that we saw. There were talks here locally. Leon, Jaden, 
we've lost broadcast. Dennis? We've lost yes. broadcast. I can't hear. Dennis, can you hear me? One of them had a very, very interesting band. In fact, uh, Bawa, who was the man of the match in the final against England, he played a few very good innings before that as well, went for 200. Are you there? uh, Well, that's 20 million Indian rupees. I'm getting my conversion right. So he was certainly uh, very much in demand because of his all-round skills. So to the uh, Indian under-19 captain, Yash Dhu went for a reasonable amount and two or three others. So not all uniformly, but some of the top performers did go for large sums into teams. Now, we don't know how much they will get in terms of playing time, but they are absorbed into IPL teams. And uh, we just hope for two things. One, that they'll get a massive amount of experience sharing the dressing room with some of the biggest players in the world. And two, that despite the mm, lucrative contracts that come their way, they will be well managed and uh, it will not get to their head because they still have so much to look forward to. They're only 19 years old. But you can't hold it against them. If teams wish to have them in their squad, so be it. And uh, I do think the experience will be invaluable. There is no under-19 player or no player on earth or certainly in India who does not wish to be a part of an ideal franchise because there is so much learning, sitting in the dressing room and spending time, maybe two, two and a half months, with the legends of the game. And yes, some of the under-19 players have been absorbed two or three at very generous sums. Well, I'm quite delighted to hear that. The question follows that, does the IPL group or franchises have a requirement to actually accept the youth players, the younger players coming through the system, or do they do this as a matter of self-interest in terms of growing new talents? new recruits for later years. And I ask this question because there is a similar uh, IPL type of uh, structure in the Caribbean. And I was reading recently that the IPL um, franchise owners down here in the Caribbean are thinking of abolishing the incorporation of associate players. So the question then going back to you is, is there a specific rule in the IPL franchises to absorb younger coming, upcoming players, or was this done out of their own self-interest and growth? Dennis, to begin with, the IPL did force the on 19 players in every team, and that was certainly with an eye to developing a younger generation uh, for the same reasons I mentioned just a short while back, the exposure. But I, to the best of my knowledge, that does not exist as a diktat anymore. It's much more the wish uh, of each individual team. Do they want youngsters in their squad? And uh, most of them do, with now, differently from earlier, with an eye of developing uh, the next line of potential stars. So to the best of my knowledge, it is not um, uh, compulsory, or whatever else the word is, uh, now. But most teams do have junior squads. Uh, from where they will probably pick later. Uh, I don't want to get into the complications of squad uh, uh, collection or squad selection uh, for each team because there's a fair amount of complexity there. Uh, as you know, it's a mix of overseas players, Indian players, and um, there's a limit 
18 being the minimum, 25 being the maximum. But all teams do have a very keen eye on scouting talent, on trying to uh, obtain as young a talent as possible who can then grow with the franchise. We still have an auction system here, not a draft, as you were mentioning, uh, where the first available for each team is the same, the level playing field, and they retain a few players, they have a little bit of money left, and they go out and uh, get the rest of the players in an auction, where once again, the opportunity to obtain players is equal, and uh, it's a bias-free system. It's not mature just yet. Two new teams, as you may know, they have been added to the IPL this year, the Tata IPL, and uh, therefore, the system of auctioning players with all teams having the same amount of money, same amount of opportunity, is not 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 so bad. It, it might seem imperfect, but it's not bad at all when new teams are added on. And later, of course, when the maturity of the league happens, then there will be trading and maybe the auction will disappear. But for now, uh, the, the need necessarily is to obtain players, develop them as a part of the team, and hopefully retain them at the uh, their market prices in the future. Thank you. I'll, I'll try one more and allow Leon to come in. And it follows from your segue about increasing the IPO uh, total number of teams this year. The question is, having increased the team, the IPO team numbers, I'm almost sure that you'll probably be looking at another increase next year, two years from now and so on. But the amount of games being played as a result of that, does that start to eat into the uh, playing time available for national, international, and local, um, other local tournaments taking place? And are you getting any pushbacks from the major test-playing countries for, for this? Dennis, that is a good question. As far as the IPL timing is concerned, it's primarily suited for players from India. It, uh, the normal timing in March to maybe sometime in May when there is very little or no domestic cricket in India. It all ends at the end of winter, which is uh, the end of March. So for Indians, it's a fabulous time. Uh, it doesn't really clash with too much. But yes, I mean, internationally, as you well know, the ICC has been that the International Cricket Council has um, been happy for various reasons, to accept that the IPL needs to be given a, a, a large enough window. Now, you mentioned that there be more matches. Yes, uh, minimally, they are trying to work different formats out. But uh, I don't think they're going to add to the teams, as you suggested, uh, very soon, because 10 uh, is pretty much the maximum. Maybe they might get to 12 or many years from now, but not more. Because the larger number of teams, you're right, the larger number of matches, and you don't quite have the time, because the Indians may, but the international players have various other commitments. And over the years, there have been many international players from many countries who really have not had the time because of country commitments or perhaps injury or whatever else, or saving themselves for country battles. So this difficulty in getting time from overseas players in terms of their full availability is always going to be a problem. But there are many overseas players in every team, and they will head their bets. Uh, only four can play in the playing 11. They have nine, ten overseas players. They'll say, all right, well, these four or five can come in now. Uh, they will overlap with some other players, and then some others will come. These will leave, and this delicate balance will go on. But, yes, uh, the international community will continue to find it more and more difficult to make that amount of time free for the IPL. But, you know, the remuneration is pretty high, so <laughs> it's a huge attractor. And most people will want to try and spare as much time as possible for the IPL despite the fact that there are other bits of cricket going on. 
Thank you so much. Uh, Coach Jason, uh, is Leon available? Do we have Leon? No, no, no Dave. Leon, I, can, I can see his video, but not sure he's on. No. But anyway, I, um, uh, for the listeners, we have the legendary voice of uh, Indian cricket and uh, a famous commentator in many sports, not just uh, cricket only. Mr. Charles Sarma is here today. Was a part of the recent uh, IPL auction, and uh, for the listeners, we are uh, talking this uh, currency as a little bit confusing if you are in Central America. So I like to give you the two important uh, formulas. Number one, Indian currency is about 75 times uh, than the U.S. dollar. Means one U.S. dollar equal to almost 75 rupees in India. It's a matter of uh, zeros, I call it. So if the Indian people say it's uh, 10 million Indian rupees, means it's a 1 million. Okay, 10 is, so it's yeah. 10 times. There's a 1 zero off. So when they say 1 million, it's actually 100,000. <laughs> but again, don't forget the second formula, 1 times 75. That's the key. So, Leon, are you still there? I just see him walking up. Uh, by the way, for the listeners, uh, today is another great opportunity. We don't want to hold uh, too long, uh, Mr. Charu Sarma, because uh, in India it's almost close to midnight, and he is being tired uh, from the all-day auction. So we don't want to have Thank you. like the other guy did. But I can uh, <laughs> announce this good opportunity. Two years back, I was fortunate on the same day, day on the Super Bowl, I launched a Spanish program for Central and South Africa, and it was a success. It's still ongoing. We are improving, trying to day by day. It's been two years under the corona, so there's a little bit stalled program in terms of the momentum. But today is a great day, another great day, Super Bowl. That's, I believe, up there is designed. I can say we will be hearing Charu Sarma more often in U.S. cricket soon because he is joining our Cricket Hall of Fame, who is who Cricket Project with me, where I'm the co-founder and the chairperson to lead that program. And it's a global program, and uh, we are drawing a lot of attention from outside world. And uh, I know the Charu just said, like I usually say, like uh, cricket is a religion, uh, but for me, it's not just religion. I'm married to cricket first, so I have the second wife too. And then cricket is in my blood. How about that? Mm-hmm. It's not just, but uh, welcome you, brother, for the show. We will uh, let you go for today with the closing remarks, because I know you'll be tired for the all day. But uh, welcome to the show. Again, we'll bring you time to time on the show whenever we have time. But uh, before we say goodbye, I'd like to have opportunity to give you the closing remarks, whatever you want to say to our uh, fans and listeners around the world. Justin, thank you so much for, again for the opportunity. I must congratulate you and uh, all your entire team for getting this Cricket Hall of Fame project off because I can only imagine the kind of hard work that you and your team have been doing to make this project fructify, to make it happen. I'm sure it must have been a dream. Uh, Leon, what a shame that we couldn't be speaking with you today, but Dennis, thank you for your company. I do hugely look forward to assisting you, Justin, in your Hall of Fame effort. We know that major sports in the world, most major sports, do have a very recognized, a very visible, a very respected, reputed Hall of Fame. Football does, tennis does, golf does. Why not cricket? And why not you? And why not the USA? Because after all, the big World Cup is coming to the USA. 
uh, I'm sure that in USA there's a, a massive amount of expectation uh, and excitement for more cricket to happen in the U.S. It's been a hard struggle all these decades trying to establish another sport in a country where it has not been a major sport. I, I understand all the roadblocks and the difficulties, but you just have been a, a fabulous soldier, a general really by now, to try and take the sport forward. And you need all the assistance you can get. Now, the U.S. market may be a little tricky for a lot of people to understand, but you know it well, and I wish you well and all your associates as well. Uh, the least I can do is try and assist you with all the effort and, and take uh, the Hall of Fame particularly forward. And perhaps every once in a while, when you wish to have a chat, quite happy to contribute to the radio show. But I do want to wish all the listeners of your radio show, all those interest in, interested in the cricket world, to please stay with it, support the right people, back the right people. Let's get more attention to the sport in the U.S. and in that part of the world. Let's get more commercial circles going. Uh, that's how the game is going to grow. Uh, if I do happen to be in the U.S., whenever, uh, Jatin, uh, <laughs> that's the leading question, uh, I will be most happy to do whatever one can to spread the cricket message. Thank you once again, Jatin, Dennis, Leon, what a shame you could speak. And uh, look forward to such opportunities to chat with your listeners again and again. Thank you, Jatin. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Jatin, and thank you, Dennis. I was supposed to be on that show, and unfortunately, I couldn't get the audio going for the life of me. But I want to thank you, Jatin, for the wonderful work. And um, just to correct that we are not the Hall of Famer that is with Mr. Elsewhere, but um, we are doing a Hall of Fame performance here. Thank you, Dennis. And we have on board with us uh, Audley, and of course, we have... um, Cardinal was with us earlier on, and he was a little in a noisy area, so we will just proceed with the program. As we know, today is an early show, and we, so Jatin, we want to just go right down into, let's say hello, let's bring in Audley first to say hi to the folks on board, and of course, we'll go from there. Audley, come on in. Audley, come on in. Jatin? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, Dennis. Come. Okay. Thanks again, Dennis. As you were saying. We were going to go. Well, do we want to say hi to you? No, I'm just going to say hello. I I just want you to say hello and and, and just come right in, back in. And then we're going to go right into. Then, um, Jatin, what I'm going to ask right firstly is the auction. It's completed. Some 204 players have been picked. I'm satisfied by the number of players from the Caribbean picked out. And those who missed out, I thought um, mm, Cotwell may have gotten in. I thought, who else? And perhaps you can tell me, you know, who you, who you were surprised, who were the players you surprised. We learned earlier yesterday that Archer was throwing his hat in the ring. And, of course, he was picked up with a huge sum. You know that Hetmeyer, Puran, of course, were the big, big, and Jason Holder were big winners for the Caribbean. Of course, we had before them the Ryan, and you had also our, our captain, Mr. P- um, yeah, our captain, and then we have who else? Yes, let me look on the list. Yeah, let me just... Surprisingly, Bravo, Hetmeyer, Pollard, Russell, 
Oh, yes, Russell, you know. Yeah, those are the ones who were pre-selected, but today the auction went down to to giving us a, a, a good. So tell me, you, you give us your take, Jatin, on all the, the auction and how, how you, you felt it went. Well, this uh, auction is very exciting all the time. And uh, one thing we, people have to... Hold one moment. You look like Audley will come back in. Audley, are you yeah. in? Audley, are you in? Yes, okay, I'm, I'm back. I'm... Yeah, yeah. Well, we were calling for you, and you, you are behind and calling, and we're trying to uh, say, for you to say hello, and I don't know. That was a recording yeah. that you heard before, and I was supposed to be on the show, but I was not, and you... Mm-hmm. Um, so come on in. Yeah, I heard the recording was going on. So what I did, my mom called me and she, she called and missed oh. before. So yeah, I just, oh. I just gave her a quick right. so I was talking to her really. Right. So Jason is on and Dennis is on and Cardinal is on. Okay, so it's good <laughs> afternoon to all my, I mean, good afternoon to Mr. Dennis and good evening to... It's a good afternoon to everybody today. I forget it's not six o'clock. So good afternoon to you, <laughs> to all my fellow panelists. Yeah, I'm getting... My wires crossed because we're not accustomed to have three o'clock again, you know. And of course, um, to all the people in the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you, and welcome to our cricket show. Slightly um, three hours earlier, but um, we we passed that information to you uh, last week. So hopefully, just in case you miss out, you can go back in the archives and you'll be able to recover all of this information. Back to you, Leah. Yeah, thank you so much. And Jatin is leaving us early. So Jatin, take it away. Give us your take on the auction. Were you happy? I was. Yes, 100%. Because uh, this IPL is not about uh, putting together it. IPL is all about putting the best performers or, in other words, the best potential people who can make an impact. And that is what the exciting formula this uh, IPL has. And the success behind this tournament is for a reason, because it's giving the right amount of return to the right players, I will say. It does not matter what level you are. And at the same time, it gives the huge opportunity to a lot of players, not just in India, all over the world, to come out and display their skill sets. Because this is the tournament everyone wants to play. As it started, 1,200 plus uh, people registered. It was uh, trimmed down to, I believe, 300 or so. And now 200 plus is auction. So it's a very competitive level of cricket. Because of that, and because of the volume, the majority of the players are coming from India, which is the 1.4 billion population. is like... Uh, uh, you got to be lucky to be in, and if you are in, you might have a chance or opportunity to perform, and from there, if you are not consistent performer, then you may last may one or two seasons. But if you are performing well, and if you are a bit to do well for the team, and if you keep continue with the putting numbers there, then I will say the future is ahead. You might last few seasons and that's the beauty about this tournament majority of the world class talents in the T20 world is on showcase 
for this tournament. So whoever got picked up, we can say congratulations to all who made it. If someone did not make it, then I will say don't get disappointed. You have to go back to your backyard, start working hard, think about what you can do to improve yourself first. And that's how this cricket works. But uh, coming straight to the West Indies side on a particular topic about the player selection, uh, it's a kind of average auction for the West Indies player. To say whatever they were had a hotbed, like say five years back, there was a demand, huge demand for a West Indies player. That was the one because of their big stroke making style they bring to this tournament. That was the high pick. Then there was also a number two is uh, the West Indians can come out and do well. But looking at last three years' performance, and under the corona, we are disturbed in many ways. And one of them is clearly visible there is a disappointment for many West Indies players because they were not in orders. Means you are not guaranteed to come back for the same team. They were a free agent. Means that whatever the team you played last season, they let you go. If you can make more money somewhere else, that's fine with them. But in other terms, I will say the note on the left-hand side clearly fits. We don't need your services. Find some other team if that can. And that is what exactly happened. So that's maybe a disappointment for some of the players. There is always up and down in a, a final amount you can get in IPL auction because it has a base price. But then you can make depends on the other team situation, what the team is need, what type of player they are looking for, what is the sort of formula they are looking into the winning team. And if you are a perfect match, you can get the higher amount. It's a one thing I like to say is a lot of setbacks for the West Indies for the growing players. There are so many players registered and wanted to be part of the IPL but did not make it. So in other words, you have more players who did not make it than the people who made it. But even the people who made it, they are not going back to the same teams. Majority of them are switching around. So that that's the kind of thing. But I will say this will be the better show than last year. And some of the players in West Indies don't have to disappoint because you are not just one. There are some key players. If you look at the roster, it's an, uh, already declared how many players they drafted and how many players did not get opportunity to make any team. And if you look at that particular list on rejection, there are lots of talented players left out. Now that does not mean they are left out or they don't want it because we have to understand the protocol they have in IPL, when they look for the foreign players, they have a few options. Are you available for the whole season? If you are not, are you able to fill in the gaps? Means they usually switch around about a couple of players who can come early and play half season. Some play in the middle of the season and play, play for the team, or some comes in the, towards the end. So there is a scheduling matters need to be considered when they are playing IPL. And because of that, 
some of the good names in the cricket world can be left out because if someone wants to come out, let's say, six weeks only, but at the same time you have another player who wants to play, let's say, entire season. And because of that, there is always give and take. If you are able to make it, make it. If don't, you may be left out because of the commitment situation and the money involved. But overall, I will say I'm happy, and the way you look at the roster, the final rosters of the all team, I will say this will be the better IPL than all past. And don't forget, you got two more new teams coming into to make some voice, and they will impact. Because if you look at this roster, the new team build on from this auction, it looks very competitive. And then top of that, I will not be surprised if they bring the crowd back into the stadium, I'm expecting one of the games will be Jam Pack Stadium that will be played in Ahmedabad, one of the largest stadiums in a cricket world. I will not be surprised if they say we sold out. That's how the Indian fans are. And that is the beauty. You can see more spectators coming in IPL to watch game every other day. Jaitin, is it true that the, the, oh, am I hearing wrong? This auction means that these players are retained for three seasons? Uh, did I hear it right? The players selected, were they selected you for are, three seasons? Yes, you are right. There are, uh, this contract has a no condition or limit, but there's a protocol. If the franchise wants to book you for more than one season, they can. There are some restrictions in terms of how many players you can retain on your roster rather than going mm. in a net auction. So when some franchise offers some player, like this girl had it with the Kings Eleven Punjab, I believe it was for three, four years, three years. So if you lock it down this contract, what it means, you are committed to play for that particular team at the same price, number one. Number two, you are not looking for any downgrade or upgrade. And on the franchise side, they are stuck with you. Means whatever the option they have to retain the player for the next season, you are taking that one spot. Means they cannot offer to somebody to be a retained or reserve player. So that that's a contract is a good if somebody is uh, too good and wants to stick around, and that's uh, how this Mahendra Singh Dhoni is. He's playing for, let's say, day one from Chennai Super King, right? And then at the same time, we have uh, Rohit Sharma playing for Mumbai. We've got uh, Virat Kohli for the Bangalore. Now, these players are not switching teams because of the same situation. Either they have the long-term contract or they are always retained by the franchise. And that's the reason they don't have to look around and look for the other teams. And at the same time, it's a give and take, as I always say. If you lock down, yes, you are locked at the price. You can't go to the next auction and look for the bigger price. But uh, it limits your risk not to find any new teams. You're sticking with that franchise for whatever the contract terms are. Jason, we have with us, I believe it's Ivor and Donna. Good evening, gentlemen and lady. Ivor, are you in? Your hands are up. Or is it Donna? Donna, 718 and 786. Yes, I'm here. I'm listening, but I didn't put my hand up. 
Oh, okay, good. All right, and I think Ivor must be listening to. Uh, yeah, his hands aren't up. Okay, his hands aren't up. Okay, so uh, okay. Dennis, any further yeah, questions? Go ahead. Yes, I wanted to ask uh, Coach Jatin if he can give us uh, any idea which three players had the highest contract and what sort of a amount of money was involved in those contracts. And I have one more after that follow-up. Probably let's skip to the next week because, as you know, auction was done about six hours back, five hours back, and they are still scrambling to put together all those reports. And uh, as you are aware, we were fortunate to have that auction year in matter of just uh, two and a half hours after the auction was over, right? So I will mm-hmm. say we can skip to the next Sunday, and I'll bring it down the top five in terms of the okay. money makers, top five who got the rejected or disappointed completely from this auction, and then also bring the list of players from West Indies as well as how many associate countries were able to put together that people into this auction. And by the time I will do another research on how many youngsters getting into this next IPL. All right. Thank you. And hope you heard me. Leave. No. Okay. I, I, thought you said I did request a follow-up. Mm-hmm. I ahead, request a follow-up. Um, the, um, I noted from the small amount of time that I was uh, visible at the site for the auction that the various teams seem to have a, a set amount of funds available for purchase purposes and to franchises seems to be grossly overspent from what they were allocated. Can you explain that little difference to us? And if they're overspent, what does that mean for the franchise? Well, the first of all, we have to understand how the IPL was formed originally. When they formed this IPL, that was a fixed amount for almost all eight teams. Means everyone has the same amount to spend. But as we make this progress in IPL year by year, with the next edition up every time they go for the auction, they have to figure out their budget. So that number of this amount of money available on hand to spend in auction is normally decided by how much money they still have left to spend on which is decided by the two factors mainly is how many players they already have on the roster by the way I'm talking the existing team and then we'll go to the phase two on the new team so on existing they have to consider how many players they retain from the last year and at what price and the number two how many players they have on a long term contract Now, combining those two numbers, every franchise paying different amount to different players at different level means there is a variation in terms of money available for the current auction. That's number one. Now, they recently added two teams, and they are coming into this auction very first time. So they offer a different incentive or initiative to this 
to have better bucket or the better higher budget so they can compete these other eight teams to catch up the momentum and level. You don't want to go with the bare minimum where they can be restricted to a second-tier players or a trying to build the ordinary team. The performance is the key. So because of that, depends on the franchise and how much money they are going to spend with the key players as well as the retaining players, and that is the money every team has here and there. Now, some teams, I think all teams, have an option to go over the budget. But in that case, there are certain conditions out there under the franchise agreement, how much money they can go beyond that sack for level, number one. Number two, it does have special reason to go about. And most likely in that case, I'm not sure how in-depth or in detail works, but the way I look at it is they're trying to protect the long-term contract, retaining players, and the third key part is the youngsters. And because of that, we might see sometimes like they have to spend this many million dollars, but they exceed the budget, but reality is not. Nobody's exceeding. If they go over the budget this year, I believe they have adjustment coming next season. I do I do have the the amounts that each player who were signed for the West Indies. So Latin I can give the these information right now. Um go ahead. Puran. Puran he got a one point four million dollars and he's going to the SRH, that is the Sunrisers High Dirabad. Jason Holder. U.S. $1.5 million, LSD, one of the new teams. Hetmeyer, $1.1 million. He's going to the Royals. Shepard, $1 million. SRH, the Sunrisers, Hyderabad again. And I'm happy for this young man, Odin Smith, eight hundred k And he goes to the Kings. And Dwayne Bravo, six eighty six, no, 586. And he's going to CSK. Rovman Powell, 373K, and he's going to Delhi, Delhi, Super Kings. Azari Joseph, 320K, and he's going to one of the new teams, GUJ. And Dominic Drake, 146K, and he's going to GUJ. And Rutherford, 133K, RCB. McCoy, I'm so happy for this young man as well. 100K, he's going to the Royal. And Allen, 100K, going to Mumbai Indians. And above all, Kyle Myers, US 66K. And the other West Indian retain, of course, Russell went 1.56, 1.6 to KKR. Pollard, 800K to Mumbai Indians. Narine, 800K, KKR. And West Indian not sold would be Sheldon Cottrell, 75K he was asking. Ralston Chase, mm, didn't get in as well. And Kemal Lewis was not taken for the 40 that he asked. And Hussein, he was not a, um, allowed a contract. He was asking 50 latch. 
So those are the players who were retained and those who were rejected from the Caribbean. We have the full list of all the players, folks, but we're just giving you that to whet your appetite. Oddly, any question for Jason? He's going. He's leaving early, so he has a great dinner. Sure no, what I want you you just answered my question because I didn't get around to you know see the list of the West Indian that were that were um, selected in the draft. So you 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 answer my question really. <laughs> yeah, I was scared because I thought I saw that the Lewis was out, did not get a contract, but I'm glad he got a I mean, contract. We, we, uh, we saw Evan Lewis, Evan Lewis, Kevin Evan Lewis, yes, yeah. No, not he, 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 it's, it's going to be harder, or, or maybe I'm not getting something right. It's going to be harder for those guys who are left out to become to, to get into any of those sides anytime soon. Well, barring injury, because injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know replacement. So. Yeah. Any other questions for anybody before Jatin? Any any questions? Are you satisfied with what you see? Go ahead. Any questions? I don't think. Quick, I don't know if question for. When? Quick question for Coach Jatin. Will he be back later on this afternoon during the course of the program as we are definitely looking to get some of his insights on a lot of these uh, programs that are, in fact, going on or about to start? Can, so I can ask if he's going to be going, you know, okay. getting back to us. Probably yeah. not possible because I'm driving after this. So, but what I can do, I can hang around a little bit more, 15, 20 minutes, if we can wrap up some of the key questions. So it's not about leaving at four. I can still cover question and answer. So let's move on. Yes, we have decided to bring the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary out at 4.30 today. And Simon will be on at five. So we can hang around for another 45 minutes. I mean, 35 minutes, right? And take whatever. Yeah, which is fine with me. Yes. Any other questions from anyone? I don't know if Cardinal has a question. He said he was in a in a noisy area, but I'm going to open the line for him if he wish. And Murchis is supposed to be on. I brought her in. I haven't gotten um, Virgil yet, but I'll just try and make it. Any questions from you, Cardinal? Or any questions from, let's ask Donna if she has a question as well. Then, Donna, you heard anything that you want to further explain or a question you want to ask Jatin before he leaves? No, I'm good. Okay. Awesome. And how about you, Cardinal? Are you back? I know you were noisy, but before we move and get on with it. No? Okay. But um, I, I was going to ask the gentleman today whether or not... Um, he is the replace auctioneer. Am I correct in saying that, right? He is the replace yes. Yes. auctioneer. Yes, the auctioneer. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, going to yeah. ask him how, how different it is for him to be an auctioneer as uh, in the cricket in the cricket program than to be a regular auctioneer and what it entails if he has to, of course, go through special training for being an auctioneer in India. But do you know that? Well, in India, there is no such thing, but I 
tell you in the U.S., auctioneer is the licensed people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they are the only one who can run auction, who can call it prize one, prize two, prize three, it's gone. Once, right? It's a different trade, but in India, we don't have license, and that is the reason they have a handful of guys who mm-hmm. can uh, do this thing. And uh, Charlie is one of the best one in that one because he's been involved for 40-plus years in the sports mm-hmm. at the highest level and has been uh, done a lot of commentaries. And you can see, without a preparation, I just grabbed him before he goes to sleep. I said, can I have 30 minutes? And he was uh, good to have it a quick chat. And uh, you can see, without preparation, the way he speaks. He got the phone. Yeah. Nice voice, you know, and a very impressive talk he does, and that's his beauty. And we're going to see him more often in the U.S. now with a lot of other souls coming to his way. Yes. So happy for that. Um, what I was going to ask, um, can we just touch some of the guys who get big money? I don't have most of the guys who I can give the teams. I know Dwayne Bravo has gone back. Go ahead. Leon, Leon, the question I, 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 that comes to mind is we saw from your list of um, heavy contracted players that the range varies from $1 million down to, uh, to, you know, was it 66000 question I have is when these guys are together on a team, say, in the CPL or in the West Indies, does their level of pay in India, contracted in India, affect how they interact with each other when they go out there to play as a team in, uh, say, for the West Indies or for their CPL team? Hmm. Any insight, anybody? That's a different version. Let's keep it the basic. That's a different version. If Hmm. you look at the West Indies auction, it's a completely different what the IPL does. Plus, their level of base price is a completely different, too, to begin with, right? And then they have the different protocol about selecting certain players or giving the opportunities to youngsters, and those sort of things are completely different than IPL. And because of that, you cannot uh, compare or think about the money, but the one thing we can definitely think on CPL side is how they can improve and make, if not close to or competitive to IPL, but they have to raise the standards in this area because West Indies is one of the teams we're looking at almost 98 or 99 years exist in the international cricket world. And the top of that, if we say about Americas, it's the only West Indies team out there. Rest of them are like associate countries we have. So my point is, if they can do better in terms of giving more opportunities to the new players, young players, talented players, and that can go a long way because that is the one can benefit in the long term. You know? And the top of that, CPL, in my opinion, again, CPL may help to extend beyond what they have, the six teams from the CARICOM, which is, you guys say, 42 countries, part of the Caribbean, right? But if they can bring a team from USA or maybe from Canada or maybe from the Bermuda 
which are the part of this region, if then CPL can extend it to, let's say, eight teams and bring the more competitive environment, uh, I think it can benefit both. It can help the USA and Canada, and it can also help the Caribbean side. But unfortunately, it's not going that direction because we just had a, I think, one or two year maybe where they introduced to have uh, ICC America's uh, option to bring uh, one player from USA in every team. That uh, seems to me reservation is not the option. We should have went the other way to give the talented players more opportunity. And uh, the way I look coach, at excuse, it, coach, excuse me, inter- yes. excuse me, interrupting, coach. But my question was, how does the each player, the big money player, and the lower money player interact amongst themselves when they're selected to play, say, for the West Indies? I mean, do you think that the fact that one gets more money over there and one get a lot less, do they? How do they gel when they think of the amount of money they're you know, each that, other is getting that, that is the major problem in West Indies cricket right now. We talked about it. And before the World Cup, I was talking the same issue. And even after the World Cup, where West Indies, we can say they flop in the current World Cup. And we were discussing this point, and this is the reason. There is a difference between personality and the mentality. Personality is where stand where the player think about their status, player thinks about their experience, player thinks about their expertise, player thinks about how much they make money year around, player thinks about how much celebrity status in terms of the popularity they have in the cricket world, and so forth. This personality issue is the killing the West Indies cricket because at the same time you have someone growing up and want to get into this ring. But all of a sudden, you see a heavy competition in your own backyard from your own people. And then the problem is, because of this personality issue, the mentality is missing to play for the West Indies. They are not getting united. And I can tell you, this is the reason. I'm outsider. I'm not, not much about West Indies, but the way I hear in the old days, if you look at history, we all know that. Andy Roberts was the one of the best fast ballers. And what happened? If you're following the stories, every person who came to the West Indies team, Andy Roberts, behind the screen and in locker rooms, mentored them to make them competitive ballers in the world cricket. The Sir Roberts gives his all expertise and help possible so his teammates can perform well and the overall team can do well. The reason I'm telling you this thing, it's missing in West Indies now. These players are not helping other players. And the new players are looking around to improve themselves. And the worst part, remember, we learned from, uh, I think, Alvin Collison speak about it when he was selected first time going in a locker room with so many legendary players already in there, the big names, and he was a rookie. But guess what? In a matter of time, he got a hell of a good support, and he can reach out to the any senior player 
take their advice, take their help, and that's how they improve. The current generation in West Indies, how many players want to listen to those legends? Because they all think T20 is a completely different one. You don't know. You did not play T20. <laughs> and then they might say, you know what? You are too old teaching me the old cricket. Mm-hmm. I know what I know what it takes. But it, it, it's basically two part of the problem. But the personality is definitely number one. Where the money comes, the all issue starts, and that is what they need to iron out. And it will be too complicated. Unless you go the way the like India are doing it, Pakistan started doing it to protecting their own players under the contract with a lot of limits, restrictions, and giving the priority to the national team. If they don't do it, then this will be the ongoing issue. Yeah, okay. I think, um, yeah, I think I think they they, they rebut would about to have um, I heard Dennis. Then it came on mm-hmm. with it because I was going. I was about to say you weren't really answering the question that he, he asked. But yeah, that's that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing is that is that um you know this feather in the cap is more of a comparison. I have five feathers in my cap. You only have one. And um, right. the, 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 where where it comes in right now is um instead of being united, um, put put yes. a, put, a, put on a combined efforts to defeat. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's an attitude towards either because I have a bigger, bigger. I sign a bigger contract than you are, than you did sign. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's where the problem comes in. I, so I understand, but that, right, and, and we and we have seen that, and we have seen that many times with the, with the, uh, some players who want to say hey, the fact that you didn't play more than one or two test matches, or maybe some ODIs, you you can't tell me what to do. And and in so doing, you find that some of the best coaches are re, are really coaches that weren't great athletes or great cricketers. So uh, there are exceptions, right? Of course. But you ask Stephen Francis and uh, and those guys that um, coach you saying boat and all these things. If you ever win a hundred meters in in the, in the, in their lives, some of them they weren't great athletes, but they they, they just developed the techniques how to. How to coach a person, and and you know, and they they become very good at it, and then they can tell you what to do, and and the technicalities are all about it when they themselves could not do it, you know. But um, that's that's the way it is. That's the way it is. No, I can add on to the second side. Hold on, hold on, Let me let me give you the key part now. Here, this is the one side of the personality skill. Now, here is the second side. When the team goes inside. It was used to a day. Let's say take the Clive Lloyd's team, for example. What is the plan? you got top five batsmen. Their responsibility is what? One has to hang in there, make sure you play for the team and put the score, right? And then you mm-hmm. got the four or five battery pack, the fast ballers. What was the formula? Everybody don't need to take. On any given day, one has to step up and take the wickets for the team. Now, here's the, what I see. When you got the new player, inexperienced players coming into the team, I don't think anyone wants to play for the team. Everyone is going out there to put their own numbers because they think if I perform, my numbers are up, I can get into the IPL or CPL. And it is hurting. Why? 
because as soon as these guys goes on the crease, nobody wants to stand in there for the team. They all care about themselves. Start hitting sixes. If the sixes count, then they have the opportunity for that big money checks. Mm-hmm. And because of the way I feel, when people are not committed for the team and doing, again, the personality issue, it's my own performance. I got to do better than other teammates. And that creates a little bit uh, jealousy inside team because sometimes senior think the other way. Hey, this is a rookie. I got to do better than him. You know, so, so the bottom line is playing for the team as a unit. It's a key. And now it's disappearing because now everybody thinks like T20, my job is to go on the wicket and score the quick runs. Or if I got the job to do bowling, I just got to take drop wicket. And because of that, the team performance is missing. Indeed, indeed. The question I was going to ask um, just went by me so swiftly. But um, how about you, um, Audley? Any more questions for Jason? Jason, you, you want to touch anything about Jaffa Archer? Uh, or oh, the question I wanted to ask, do you know of the... Um, the progress of the the, the, the previous um, auctioneer, if he's okay, if he's he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> Tell me, is he going to be paid? Paid for being <laughs> auctioneer? Auctioneer <laughs> get paid. It's basically. I may just give him but, a handshake. Yeah, this is the right. first time happened, so we are not sure whether it's uh, his uh, own health condition itself. Mm-hmm. or uh, being dehydrated or being uh, sick of uh, food he eat or he did not prepare well. We don't know the actual facts, but I will say this is a big occasion. world is watching you, and if you have any role in the IPL, whether it's in front of the people or behind the screen, you have to be mm-hmm. top-notch. You have to prepare yourself at the best, okay. and that's how this IPL is. And uh, it's a... Uh, Lucky that they are doing it in India, so they have the standby. I mean, like, they have plenty of people who can step in. So it's just like the player situation. If you can't make it, they have the backup plan ready to go. I guess that's a lesson on all auctioneers, especially here in the United States, where somebody just could not step in like that unless you're licensed. Yeah, so I would, assume, I would assume when they're doing that, they have at least... Another stand one by. or two standby, right, right. You know, uh, the auction, and uh, just uh, I will say, it's just my opinion, the way I feel, you know. In U.S., the major sports don't do it. They call it the draft, not the auction. Mm-hmm. If you look at these uh, major league uh, football uh, baseball, soccer, or NBA. It's a going quiet. It's not going this way where you need the license option in the first place. Number two, this IPL, I'm not sure how they come up, but it's exciting one way. But if I feel the old way when they say player sold, I think it's not the right word to say sold. It should be the contract, drafted, you know, some sort of thing. Don't say players sold. You're not selling players. You are just selling your services, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, 
Me and the slave. Lee, a quick follow-up. I was laughing at it when I talked with the Charu for about an hour today before we got into and I was explaining when you say soul, it reminds me uh, the African black in the U.S. The way it comes from Africa, and next morning this African guy is standing in the middle of the market on the stage, and they usually put the price tag and eventually say he is sold. And he is going with somebody to work on the farm. Come on, give me a break. This is the modern world. Can we use some good words? For but this remember, Coach. Coach Jatin, remember he's uh, he, he's the stand-in, and he's used to selling other items other than humans. So he just brought his expertise and picked the wrong choice of word. So we shouldn't be too hard on him. But I do. Have I'm not too one. hard. I'm saying that uh, again. I'm not against. Charlie is a good brother to me. Let me tell you, a good relation, right. good connection. But the right. way the right. ideal. Uh, is doing it. I will say they have to modernize and use the yeah. professional yeah. part. You know, my point that it's like a little bit, honestly, to me, as I said, in my opinion, it's a disturbing when you say sorry. Yes. You know? Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. But my, my, my point here, um, following up on, on the earlier discussion, is this. Puran, Nicholas Puran got a contract for one point something million. And Pollard got a contract for 800000 I understood. So yeah. does that mean that the captain and vice captain of the West Indies team out there on the field might have some animus towards each other because I have a bigger belt than you? <laughs> I don't think so. The fact that no. Pollard is a veteran. And he's on his way out. It does he mean that it, 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 the, the first difference show that he's on his way out, and the, the younger man is on his way up. You know, look at the age difference, and um, and for the number of years, Paula has been playing in the IPL. So I don't, I don't think there shouldn't be. I can't say there isn't going to be, but I don't think it should be. No, mm, I don't think he has much. I, I don't theory. think so. I don't think I, I agree with you only. I don't think he has no bearing. But let me, let me just say this to you because. Pollard, $800,000 was guaranteed, you know. And when, oh, Pop, right. when, Puran, when Puran went into the auction, if a number of teams had the opportunity to bid on him. So if he right. started at 800 and someone says um, 900 you know, they can go on and go on until they settled for the what he was bought for. He was bought for uh, one... $1.4 million. You went uh, to the Sunrise. And you know, the team, like Dayton says, the team, other teams than what? I think he was, was playing for the RCB last year. Yeah, yeah other teams were buying. Well, that's the whole, that's yeah. the whole, um, that's the whole that's uh, thing. Whole of, well, that's auction. That's what it's all about. And I don't have a problem with, with, with sold because the fact that we know that that team is, is not that they are being sold to an individual. We know we know that there's going to be an, a, a draft there. You know they're going to be auctioning players for the, for the draft. So when they're sold to, we know that is uh, is Sunrise or Hyderabad or, or or whatever. I, I don't have a really I don't have a problem with that uh, personally. I don't have a problem with that. Any other questions, gentlemen, on that auction? Okay. 
I was gonna. T- I don't. I didn't want to break off of the um, go to the Caribbean four-day championship and come in after after the birthday hour, after the top of the hour after five. Any other? Co- just to perhaps I can just give the scores in in the first round of matches that were played. I think I can take off. Um, I will catch you next week. So All right. Thank you I so much, Nathan. Right. I'll okay, see you guys. I apologize for not being able to join you in the super, super conference. Right. Have, have a great week, Coach. Yeah. Drive carefully guys. and eat for all of us, right? Okay. <laughs> we'll do that. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So folks, let's take a look at the West Indies Footage Championship, the Winwood Islands versus Guyana. Let's start with that. Winwood Islands, 329 and 190. Guyana, 327. 329 and 190 in the second innings. The Winwood Islands, Guyana, 327 and 203 for nine, meaning that Guyana won by one wicket. One wicket. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a nail biter. Barbados versus the Leewards. Barbados, 324 and 195 for six. Leeward Islands, 172 for nine and 346. Some little bit of controversy there because there was some problem regarding the declaration of the Leewards in the first innings. And of course, a number of decisions. LBW's decision were clearly questionable in the second inning for Barbados when they were struggling, having lost six wickets, around about 140-something, and they they survived some close umpire calls, and as a result, Barbados went on to win the match. It must be recalled that, that Devon Thomas scored 112 and 58. 58 scored in the first innings and 112 in the second innings. He scored that for the Leeward Islands. Um, over in Trinidad. Trinidad, 273 and 81 for 7. Jamaica, 141 and 212. Uh, Trinidad and Tobago winning there by some three wickets. Your take, Cordley, or your take... Yeah, um, I, I, I really, I, I really, I really wasn't following up on, on that. You know, as as you, as you know, I, I was, I was in jail. I was, I wasn't able to. Born, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. But I say perhaps. You. Know, how about you, Dennis? Anything to, to write home about? No, are you no. happy with Jamaica being out for one forty-one? No, I am certainly not very happy with that, you know, performance. Blackwood did manage to score 44 in that inning, but I have to um, give uh, Brian Charles, I take my hat off to him, 6 for 48, Mm -hmm. uh, tore the heart out of the Jamaica innings, the first innings, and, of course, in the... uh, Second innings, he followed that up with another two for 49, while Phillips, again for TT, again ripped the heart out of the midsection there with five for 82, along with Khan, Imran Khan, who took three for 46. 
Yes, this is the first match, and uh, the Jamaican team showed that they are not quite ready yet, but that's because the Trinidadian bowlers were quite prepared with the way they took their business. Even Jaden Field with two for 17, you know, chipped in there. So Trinidad was very, very well prepared, and I'm not uh, surprised at this particular match, but kudos and give congratulations to um, to uh, Trinidad and Tobago. They had to fight in the end because they ended up with 81 for 7, which hmm. means that uh, this could have gone either way. Yeah, but yeah. It, well, it, in the end, it was it was a good match. So I'm uh, I, I'm looking forward to more interesting inform in, you know challenges next time around. In the Leeward Islands, um, Barbados. Yeah. No, again, mm-hmm. the, the, the curiosity there was the first innings of the Leeward Islands. They declared uh, at uh, 172, and I wonder if that was. A, a te- tactical decision to get at Barbados in the later part of the day. Um, in, in, in the long run, some excellent performances, you know, from Thomas, as uh, Leon's pointed out, 58 in the first innings and 112 in the second, which suggests to me that the possibility is there that we will be seeing a lot more of this uh, young man. Uh, especially in terms of uh, the West Indies struggling right now for good batsmen with the um, who has the discipline to get out there and stay at the crease and while performing. That's it on those two you mentioned, Lee, and there is one um, to come. Who's to come? The okay, Leon, can I come in here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh come on, come on, come on in, Cardinal. Yes. I think the tournament started off I think this tournament started off really well um, Jamaica did not show up as well as we hoped they would but it was, it was a real competitive fight you know because yes. down to the end they were able to you know put some pressure on Trinidad mm-hmm. although we would have we would have thought of this as a foregone conclusion that Trinidad would win. Would win. The Guyana Windward Islands match was also an interesting one with a lot of comebacks and, and and back and forth. The kind of thing that we like to see about good cricket. You know, you you, you do not know what the outcome is going to be, so you get the chance to look at the performance of the players and and see them, you know, do that well. The Barbados Leeward Islands match was remarkable to the extent that we saw what we look for in this type of, of, of game. Um, you know, again, a CISA, but we see the staying power, you know, begin, be, beginning to be exercised on, on both sides of the inning. Um, we saw Springer and, um, what's his name? Was it? Um, uh, the guy who made it. You know, make sure that Bar- Barbados recover because we weren't even sure that Barbados was going to make 172 runs at one point. However, the umpiring 
is questionable. And I feel that the umpiring made a, a lot of difference to the fact, <laughs> gave a lot of force to the fact that Barbados won that game. And, and it, it's unfortunate that I, got, that I got to say it that way, but that's the way I see it. Powell, in his second innings, was not out. I mean, mm. that is, it was clear. The ball hit Powell on his upper arm, but they could not, they wouldn't slow it, slow it down enough for me to see the, 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 the contact that Powell made with the ball. Yet the umpires were up, the, not, not should say, the commentators were up there rehabilitating the umpires. You know, making comments like, oh, we've seen this before. Powell is looking sheepishly at, at, at his arm. And, you know, as if, well, Powell is trying to cheat. The umpire made a blunder in that, in that decision. It, 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 was, it was clear. The, ball, the, the guy bowled a bounce at Powell. Powell hooked at the ball. The ball came off his upper arm and lobbed over his head. Umpire has sent him out. Nobody know, you know, who was commentating saying, where did the ball hit him? One of them ventured to say, it seemed as if the ball hit him above his wrist. It was way above his wrist. Mm -hmm. Okay? So the, the, the umpiring seemed to have been, yeah. the, the umpiring seemed to have had two more men to the Barbados team to help Barbados <laughs> through that. And I'm hoping that, that it's not... And it, it, the the the, 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 um, the commentators did not show any <coughs> any more integrity either by the comments that they were making at that house. Now in the Barbados inning, we did see some questionable decisions with respect to no balls. With, sorry, not with respect to no balls. With respect to LBW decisions. LBW in Barbados on its way. Right now. You know, so when we, when we look at that and, and we say, why, well, you know, we should have had the review, we should have had the review in these games, then, you know, things would have been much clearer. But, you know, like it is said, especially in the, in the case of LBW decisions, that, you know, the, 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 the close calls can go either way. Now, it would seem to me, because I, I, I don't, for, I, I, I have not forgotten when one of the one of the, those same umpires, I think it was frustrated Powell against I think it was Sri Lanka or South Africa. No, it was South Africa. Frustrated Powell gave him LBW out twice. Powell reviewed both, and in in in, in both cases, the ball would not the LBW decision had to be overturned. So Powell kind of looked like he got frustrated and, you know, did not, you know, last very long after that. So I'm, I'm wondering if there was a strategic plan to keep Powell out of, out of, out of West Indies cricket, you know, because the young man has, has, has gone through a lot in, in his cricket career in terms of, you know, being subjected to that kind of frustration frustration. It should not continue to happen. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that the, the games would continue from here and, and, and look as well as these ones look. You know, we didn't have too many, you know, we didn't have too many uh, people folding up and, and, and giving away their inning, you know, but 
you know, be that is me, I hope the, the, the tournament keeps to, to, to be in, interesting. As for Leeward Island's declaration in the first inning, Jeremiah Louis was sick. He couldn't come to bat. Okay. He had some kind of a illness. Okay. Okay. And that's, that's what I heard. That's, that's what I heard. But when I went to the Windward Islands, they were having another spin and, and saying that uh-huh. Jeremiah Louis was not sick. When I heard the commentators say that, listening to the Windward Islands match, that Jeremiah was not was not um, was not sick. No, the, the, Bar- so, the, the Barbados commentators said that Jeremiah Louis was sick when he came into bat in the second inning. Well, but, but, but just to give up. you, just to give you, just to give you, uh, I spoke to a, a member of the Leeward Islands cricket board and he said they he can't speak about it so i don't know what it means okay so he can't i, I, I wouldn't what? understand why i wouldn't understand why well, well, well for whatever reason he could not speak about it i wouldn't yeah. understand with, with, with jeremiah louis to mm. be considered one of their you know batsmen you know good yeah. lower order batsmen you know, I don't think they, they at, you know, when they're tottering on the edge like that, they would have kept, you know, they would have wanted to keep Jeremiah Lewis out of the wicket. Because so, Jeremiah, you know, I think for that, oh. he's good for another 20, yeah, he's good for 2025 yeah, runs. And I, I believe the whole, the whole team is, is, is chock full of uh, bat, batters, as they call them now. So. Yeah, well, Any other know, I, 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 I also that, that, that Devon Thomas is shaping himself into a, a bowling all-rounder. Mm-hmm. Because he was talking to, something. He was talking too well before because they say at 58, that is a century. 58, that's a century. And he was spoken to. Yeah. And he, he acknowledged but, that he that was the case. He should have gone on and he did put down his head in the second innings. Well, I don't understand, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't understand why they have Devin Thomas um, second change as a bowler and batting that high. You know, yeah. a bowl. But he bowled well. He bowled, he bowled well. well, but I, I, I was afraid for his um, stamina. He, he was not able to stand oh. up, but he seemed to have recuperated and come back and batted well in the second innings. I just hope that he just carry on and just don't let this be, you know, a one-shot thing. And just go on and go on and go on. You've got to carry it on. Well, folks, we have to break for causes because we promised the folks that we're going to have the Walter Henry birthday anniversary off right about now, 4.30. So why don't we do that?
We're going to ask Audley to come on in and be having some special guests. We're going to ask them to hold tight for another five, six minutes, and then afterwards we'll bring them in. Audley, take it away. Okay, okay. So welcome to Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. It's the time of the evening when we say hello to the cricket fraternity, whether you're a cricketer, administrator, umpire, and it's also the time when you can call in with your birthday greetings, anniversary greetings, and or just call to say hi. 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Oh, yeah, I'll just go back a little bit for the, to last week. Um, Iva's grandbaby, Iva's granddaughter, Alia, celebrated her second birthday, and that was on Friday, 11th of February. So, big shout out to little Alia, Iva's granddaughter. All right. So, today is the 13th, and we start with a day of um, Telson Payne from out of Barbados, Cyril Berger from Namibia, Len Pasco, Harry Moses from Australia, we have Ted Polian, Eddie Dawson from England, Abdul Majid from Oman, Sabatu Banjiri from India, and Moshin Ali Kadir, female cricketer also from India, Daniel Arib Morgan from Bermuda, um, we are from in the Netherlands, Pauline Kibis, female cricketer. And um, for the 14th, we have uh, Miss Ina Day. Miss Ina mm. Day will be celebrating her birthday, the 14th. Of course, that is on Valentine's Day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it? Or the 13th? When is Valentine's? I, I don't even know again. Tomorrow. It's tomorrow, so so mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so it's tomorrow, the 14. 14th, Valentine's Day. Miss Ina Day, happy birthday to you on your sharing birthday with Mr. Frederick Douglass, ab- abolitionist, great African American abolitionist, Frederick Douglass. He was born way back in 1818. And um, we go with the birthday, Chris Lewis from. A place for England is was born in Guyana. Victor Eddy from St. Kitts. Uh, we have Alicia Walsh from Australia. We have Nazab Abba, female commentator, cricket commentator from Pakistan. Adi Ackerman from South Africa. Ayub Eder from Bangladesh. Azim Khan from the Netherlands. Manjula Garmage from United Arab Emirates, and from Zimbabwe, Brian Barak Chari, and from the Papua New Guinea, Jack Veer. For the 15th, Nat King Cole died on this day, the 15th, way back 1965, the great Nat King Cole. And the debut of Elsa Perry made her test debut for Australia female cricketer. And uh, today, that day will be the birthday of one of two cricketers that have carried a bat three times through test innings. And that's Mr. Desmond Haynes, presently the chairman of selectors for the West Indies. Yep, 
Desmond Haynes. The other one, of course, is Dean Elga, who is still an active player from South Africa. Greg Matthews from South Africa. Nazim Shaw, young fast bowler out of Pakistan. Hamish Marshall, James Marshall. But they are not twins. They are brothers, but not twins. And um, from England, John Scrap and Ben Fuchs. Guy D. Alwis from Sri Lanka. And we have from India, Arum Kolda Kartik. And we have an umpire, Yashant Bordi, umpire out of England as well. And it will be the anniversary of the birth of Denny, Ivor's brother, Denny. Yeah, he would have been celebrating on the 15th, but he's no longer with us. He's celebrating with the Lord, Denny. For the 16th, yeah, for the 16th, some big thing with them said, big thing I go on about, yeah. <laughs> in Jamaican Palan. It will be the birthday of Mama Ruby. Yeah, oh, Mama Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. Yes, yes. Maru. She'll turn 92 years old. Yep. Maru, 92. And the, the house the, the house phone is not even is, is not working. They got home. The phone is not working. So we can't even get in touch with her. So, um, but she'll be celebrating her 92nd come that day. Happy birthday, Maru. And also we have a Helen Green here. We're going to be celebrating. I'm not quite sure who she connected to Helen Green. And two big test debuts. We're talking about Lawrence Rowe. And this time he will be, um, it will be the 50th anniversary of his debut, uh, when, he, when he debuted against New Zealand. And uh, the 16th, this Wednesday. So test debut of Lawrence Rowe. 1972, and who can forget? Still a test record. 214 and 100 not out. Lawrence Yagaro. All right, and it's also the test debut of Chris Gale, Universe Boss. Back in 2006, he debuted against New Zealand. 2006, Chris Gale, and that was uh, yeah in T20, his T20 debut. So back to West Indies cricket, um, Ellis Elga Achong from Trinidad and Tobago and Whispering Death himself, Michael Holding, yes, will be celebrating a birthday on the 16th of February. Wasim Jaffa and uh, Mr. Agarwal and Asha from, from India, uh, Cyril Vincent, Robert Roseline, from South Africa, Andy Puyat and Jack Martin from England, and Shuit Pereira from Sri Lanka, and um, Kyle Jarvis from Zimbabwe, and it will be the um, Sri Lanka also in 1982 became the eighth test playing nation uh, when they played against England, England winning by seven wickets. Um, the 17th, yep, the 17th, Michael Jordan, who was born back in 1963. And it would have been my sister's birthday. She was born one day after my mother's 21st birthday, Beverly Brown. She was 17th, um, 1951. Yeah. 17th, 1951. Yeah, and she, she left us in 1978. Just 
few days short of her um, 27th birthday. Okay, um, I go on here. Um, Ryan Hines from Barbados, AB de Villiers. Of course, he has the record for the fastest um, fastest hundred in ODI, 31 balls. When he pummeled the West Indies all over the place. Oh, Jason Holder really played hard on that day. Young Jason Holder just just get the captaincy and of course didn't work out too well for him. Uh, Dennis Gramsci also from South Africa, Dan Dillon and Bra- Barry Jarman from Australia, Tony Blaine and Tony uh, Tom Laurie from New Zealand, Peter Walker, Helen Watson and Adil Rashid all from England, Asura Udana from Sri Lanka. And um, on that day also, 17th of February, to be one year since the death of Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. For, for um, the 18th, his debut of Colin Croft, 1977. Oh, I remember that so well. Against Pakistan, young Colin Croft. I mean, the 18th of February, 1977. Sis, Sis Parkins. Barry Knight and Mason Crane, all from England. Courtney Klosner from Hong Kong. Phil DeFreitas, who was born in Dominica, played his international cricket for England. O'Shane Thomas, out of Jamaica. Emma Campbell from New Zealand. Faisal Hamoud from Pakistan. Uh, Carmen Sadiq from Afghanistan. Duran Perkins. Toby Owen Smith from South Africa. And we have Craig Sergi from the United Arab Emirates, Ronald Pope and Bruce Francis from Australia. Tino Yohanama from India and Shuis Rana also from India, but female cricketer. And Rostam Barty from Canada. And finally, for the week, we have... Horace Andy, Skylarkin man himself, reggae singer Horace Andy. I was watching a, a you know, tell all thing about him. He's saying so, so, so bad, but he said, Oh, anything that Dennis, Dennis Brown, I thought everything, Dennis Brown, everything about Rastafari, you know, and such a pity. <laughs> um, yes, so um, Australia, Australian Norman O'Neill, Steve Randall, and Charles. Charlie Walker, Jack White, and Lucy Pearson, female cricketer from England. And we have the the Knight sisters out of Barbados, Kaisha and Kashoma. Um, they both play cricket for West Indies, female cricket team. Azar Ali from Pakistan, John Cummins from South Africa, Warren Perry Taylor from New Zealand, and Rushti Duan. From India, and that's what I have for you here, Leanne. Back to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Audley. And now we're going to turn the attention over to Mr. He Dennis. You have some special yes. ladies to introduce to us. Why don't you do that? Yes, right Leon. Yes, Leon. Thank you so much. And today we are well aware of the great importance of the work and undertakings that Debbie and Dawn and the charitable group are involved with. I offer them both our apologies for the delay in getting them in today, but it's kind of a special day today with a lot of ins and outs. 
So, Debbie and Dawn, we're looking forward to hearing your news today. Welcome back, and do the floor is yours. Good afternoon. Yes. Good afternoon. Yeah. This is Debbie. Um, this Simon is Dawn. Campbell. Um, we just wanted to greet um, all of your many audiences that's out there from all around the world, all of your fans both cricket and otherwise. Happy birthday to all that celebrating uh, birthday today and um, last week and the week coming up. Um, happy history, Black History Month, although Black History is, is and should be celebrated all the months of the year. Um, we have so many inventors um, and contributors that... Um, uh, fortunate, alive, and you'll call them some of the living dead that contrib- contributed to our existence right now, how we have it and how we um, hope to be. So um, and just wanted to thank everyone for listening. Um, we're looking forward to hearing from some of our contributors that's out there. Um, that's uh, from Antigua and Bob Uter. Um, that you would give. Um, just wanted to just share with you our organization and some of the members that's involved. We have Dawn Cochran Curtin, Travis Brown, Abina St. Louis, Sarah Gay. He runs the soup kitchen in Antigua and the Happy Program. If you heard about the program that's building houses, um, I think they use um, the prisoners to go out and refurbish houses and build houses for the less fortunate. Claudina D'Souza from um, Barbuda, Earl Francis, far right um, from the Blaze Radio Show, Mr. William Harris. Um, he is one of our American counterparts that lives in, um, in Kansas. Um, Nigel Joseph from Nigel Catering down at the Anchor Gin. Pastor Wendell Pete, and he manages the House of Refuge Church and the food pantry down at the Grace Farm Green Bay area, Shanithia Joseph, and Shanithia is in charge of the Smile Foundation, and this this month, they'll be um, giving out food down at the Grace Farm um, Green Bay area to anyone that would like a hot meal. Uh, the date is um, February the 25th. We have also Tracy Henry from Philadelphia and Victoria um, Anthony, and she lives in Florida. So just wanted to thank everyone. Um, if you would like to donate, we, uh, we welcome your donation of food, clothing, um, any items. Um, I mentioned yesterday one of the things that I realized is that the Happy Program now, and the Happy Program that build houses for the less fortunate. And from what I understand, they are no longer building uh, board houses. The, um, any mm-hmm. house that they're going to refurbish is going to be concrete, cement. So anyone that would like to donate tools or um, paint or primer or louvers or anything in that sort, or if you have a contact that can donate to that cause, that would be most appreciative. And so we take food and clothing and laptops and computers, anything that you have that you would like to donate, we welcome it. 
long as it's in good working condition. This is for families in Antigua and Barbuda that is so in need of these items. Um, we, you know, once a month, um, the Smile Foundation, for example, they service the Green Bay Grace Farm community. Um, and um, every other month they switch and they go back to the soup kitchen um, and they serve there also once a month. And then the soup is operational every day of the week. Either the soup kitchen itself is serving or one of the churches is served. You can donate any type of food items, any type of even plastic wares or any, anything that you know that is needed, they'll take it. Um, any small donation is welcome. Any large donation is welcome. For the seniors, we look for pampers and coloring books and socks and, um, you know, any type of toiletries that goes both for seniors and for young people. We get calls all the time for these things. Baby items is in high demand um, because um, of the pandemic, people are still having babies and the need is still out there. Baby food, I get a call um, last week, you know, do you have any baby food or access to baby food? So those are some of the things that is really needed and that is required. Monetary donations for this month. Um, Shanita um, got a donation to a sister in serving the Green Bay Grace Farm. Uh, it's not enough because we need a bottle of juice. We need, we need different items. So if you can pitch in and if you can help, I'll be most appreciative. Um, you can reach me at Debbie Simon, um, Debbie Simon on Facebook, or I can be reached at 845-820-6598, or my email is NYC at AOL.com. That is D-E-B-B-Y-C-A-M-P-E-E-L-L-N-Y-C at AOL.com. And I'm at WhatsApp, 845-820-6598. And like I said, on Facebook, you can call me, you can reach me. Um, That would be great. And one of the questions that was asked, um, not on this um, forum, but on another forum that I think may be out in the air that people may have questions about, yes, we are supported by a nonprofit entity, which is, the ECCR group, and they are our nonprofit entity. Um, they do have a 51C3. That component of us, what they do is that they help this build themselves, small business, that is startup, so forth and so on. So we are fortunate that are uh, in conjunction with a 501C3. Dawn? Hi. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Um, it's nice being on here today. Um, what I'd like to add about the Smile Foundation. It's going to be in Tinin Village in Antigua, and it starts at 12 o'clock, so be there to get some food to eat. And she also will be taking any donations as well. And if you have canned goods, box items, you know, we really would love to have some fresh things, right? So whatever you can give to her, she will take them and make sure they get distributed to the people that are in need. And also Pastor Peter are also in need of things for his pantry. I um, collaborated with him, and he is just saying that he is in need of canned items, box items, and anything else that they can donate to him because he also distributes it into the community. And you can go there and register with him, 
That way, whenever things are available, he may be able to notify you to let you know these things. So everything is available to you. You just have to participate and help them as well with the donations of the can items. So with Debbie saying all of that, just know that we're here to work for you, okay? We're here to help you. We're not here to take from you. So if you would like to donate $5, $10, anything like that would be helpful. We can take it from anybody, anywhere. And if you're an organization and you're needing something like a tax deduction or if you, you know, want to donate because of that, please give us a call. My name, again, is Dawn Cochrane Curtin from Antigua Villa area. My phone number is 785-554-5628. And you can email me at, seven, at um, curtain, K-I-R-T-O-N, 697 at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook at Dawn Curtin, and I would love to hear from you. Somebody you so be the first Debbie one to call and also email <laughs> myself and Debbie. Thank you Thank guys you. very much. Just don't go yet because I just want to ask you a question before. Please make sure. Dennis an honorary Antiguan because he has played a great part in helping promoting the cause. Dennis, why don't you send these young ladies home? They were so generous to be with us this afternoon, and it has been a pleasure having them on. And time is on us. So, Dennis, why don't you say your yes, I appreciate. Part. I appreciate the honor and would gratefully accept. But I would appeal to our listeners out there that whatever way they can, there is no limit. As you've heard from Debbie and Dawn, any material, whether it's the building, clothing, food, money, sporting goods, medical equipment, all these things are in need and will be gratefully accepted by the charity group and, of course, welcomed by those folks who are so greatly in need in Antigua and Barbuda. Once again, Debbie and Dawn, thank you for being here. We look forward to having you again in our show next week. Thank okay, you thank again. you, guys. Bye-bye. Uh, thank you so much. You're very oh, welcome, you and I want to wish everyone a very, 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 very safe, um, happy Valentine's Day when it comes tomorrow. Same to you both. Well. Yes, indeed. Same to you, you. Okay. Yeah, yes, yes. And if um, we have anybody down in Florida, in the yes. Miami area, we'd love to hear from them. Whoever they are, yes, they know we're out here. I have been actually speaking with some of them. And so come on and help us, please, and call us because you have our numbers. You know who you are, so refer us to somebody else also as well if you're not available to help us, but we do appreciate anything you can send. Thank you so, so very much. We do have another caller on. Okay. Donna, Donna, I know you're with us, uh, waiting long. I'm sorry to keep you holding. Donna, why don't you come on in with all those birthdays you have wrapped up in your bag? <laughs> Go well, ahead, Dan. For this week, I am out of birthdays. Just have Aliyah who celebrated Friday, mm-hmm. and my sister-in-law she celebrated yesterday as well. Angelique Hendrickson Brown, mm-hmm. and then the others were earlier in the week last week. The All ninth, right. I had three celebrants, which I spoke about last week. Right. Yeah, but nothing else coming up. I have some coming up, maybe next week, but none for this week. 
as I can remember. All right. Thank you so much, okay. Dana. How about okay. you, Dennis? I know you have some birthdays that are pending. Tell us again about uh, that okay. wonderful family member that you have having a birthday this week or close by. Yes, my, I had my sister-in-law, Caroline, uh, the birthday uh, a couple of, well, day before yesterday. I wanted to at least shout out to her again and wish her and hope that her day was nothing but pure pleasure and being spoiled by my brother. Thank you, Leon. That's it. What, what, yes, day, what day was that? What day was that? On the, ele- the 11th of uh, the month. And her, and her, Caroline. her name is uh, Caroline. Caroline Heat. Okay. Yes. And, okay. Um, okay. I, I, I have a couple. Well, I have a couple and we bring in okay, Simon. Go Simon, ahead, go do you ahead, have a birthday? You want to speak, shout out to us this, this evening, Simon? Uh, not really a birthday, but I just want to come on the show and say good evening to everyone. I'll start with Mr. President. Good evening, Leon, Dennis, Cardinal. Good evening to you, Simon. Two ladies just went off. Mr. Yeah, Patel might not be on yet, yet now. Yes. Ivor mm-hmm. Henry, Mr. Mackenzie, I'm saying a very hearty good evening to everyone. Hope everyone had a wonderful week last week, and we are praying for a much better week this week, and I want yes. everyone to be safe. Did you yes, say indeed. Virgil? Remember, you won't get any mangoes, you know. Did you say Virgil? <laughs> no, but I Julius? can't get to Virgil. Oh, okay. I'm trying my best to get <laughs> I I Virgil, there'll be no mangoes. He already told uh, me I have to bring a truck down, so I better right, call his name twice. Virgil, <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> okay, oh, my, my birthday so my birthdays, I have um, uh, one of my schoolmates, Desmond. He's up there in Canada. He'll be celebrating his birthday tomorrow, Desmond McDonald. And, of course, my Ruby, uh, for my mom, I mentioned that already. She'll be celebrating her 92nd on Wednesday. My, my sister, my late sister, she would have been celebrating, should have been celebrating her 71st birthday. And one of my cousins that I was just visiting with earlier, I mean, last week. So we spent about, my mom and my sister, about two and a half hours by my cousin Dorit. And um, she'll be celebrating on the, seventh, on the 17th as well. So happy birthday to Dorit when it comes. That's what I have here. So um, this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. We wanted to join us next week. Tell your friends, tell each one that we are on. Next week, we'll be back to the regular time, God willing, 6 to 9 o'clock. So it will be at 4, it will be 6.30, when we'll be doing all over again the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Yes, and I've supposed, chosen this special song for Valentine's and for those who are celebrating. Oh, yes, happy birthday. Valentine's. Yeah, Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. This is my song.
what? For cause I don't recall bringing cardinal. Do you have a birthday cardinal? Or a special occasion? No, no, okay. No, I just wanted to say happy birthday to my Ruby. Yes, indeed. My Ruby. And to and to and to Alia. Alia yes, and and Ruby. And my Ruby. And my Ruby. Ruby yes. Lock. Yes. That lady of lady of all ladies. And there you have it, folks. And that is the end of the birthday hour. Yeah, well, no more birthdays, but uh, Valentine. Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I um, have a special Valentine to offer. Go ahead, then. Why don't you To my Valentine of 56 years. Happy Valentine. Goodness. Sure. Don't you say you're older than me? No, no he's not an issue of it. He's showing the whole. He's showing all of it. Go ahead, Simon. Happy Valentine to my dear Valentine. All right. Your dear Valentine. Your dear Valentine. The dear Valentine has a name, you know. Come on, man. Oh, Irma is her name. Irma. She said oh, thank yeah. you. You know, I'm here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and same to everyone of you. We have audience joining at different times, and sometimes some are pulling up the show for the first time. So we yes. want to make sure that they know, they know. your Valentine is Miss Irma. Hey, <laughs> happy Valentine, Miss Irma. <laughs> and of course, yeah, she says thanks to everybody. Thanks to everybody. All right. All right. Have a wonderful right. Valentine this, tomorrow. Hey. No, this calls for a special song, Leon, if you can, for Irma yeah. and uh, Simon. Yes, yeah. Yes, this what is it? the one I chose for you, Simon. Okay. Three times a lady. Lionel Richie, special Valentine for El- Irma and Simon. Elton John. Elton John. Oh, Elton John, sorry. Sharp day when the heat of a rolling wind can't be turned away, an enchanted moment, and it sees me through. It's enough for this reckless warrior just to be with you and care.
Especially for Mr. Mrs. Francis. Especially for Mr. and Mrs. Francis. Oh, yes, Mr. Dennis and, um, and Mrs. Dennis too. Yes, yes. yes. I, did hand up, I did hand over to you already. Um, oh, you did? You did. Oh, okay. So, so, yes. So, so it's All your right. time. Simon, yeah. Oh, Ivor, yeah. I got to make sure that I yeah. take care Ivor, folks. And of course, Simon, it's all over to you. What is your question for us today? Yeah, thank you, Mr. President, and thanks for that wonderful rendition there. To Irma, um, 56 years of Valentine's. And counting. Mm-hmm. And counting, still there. And counting. Still <laughs> batting, still batting. Still batting. <laughs> Look, he's causing me to reminisce. Look, I had 31, okay? I had right, 31. <laughs> and I have 50. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mr. President and uh, panelists, okay. are you ready for your question? Yes, ready. Like okay, ready. my question for tonight is the um, 13th of February. Could you tell me, please, we had a very good batsman, or oh, say cricketer, I wouldn't say batsman, cricketer, who played for West Indies some years ago. His name was Frank Worrell. My questions tonight for you is, could you tell me, please, his middle names and which country he played for before playing for West Indies? <laughs> First to the question, you was a great cricketer for Jamaica. West Indies. I want Jamaica. to know which Barbados. island he played for, who came from, <laughs> and what is the two, he has two middle names. What are those middle names? Frank M. Warrell. I know he was born in Barbados, but he, he played cricket for Jamaica, too. Um, but, yeah. um, <laughs> for Jamaica, yes. Yes. Yeah, but I don't, I, know, I, I don't know those middle I know names. which is the right answer. So he, he can be Barbados okay. or Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, it's Jamaica. <laughs> but two right answers, eh? <laughs> yes. His middle name is M. F. M. Warrell. Malcolm? I don't remember. Uh, no, no, no. Yes, again. The middle. No, middle somebody name, else. Yes. I'm wrong already, so get let somebody else. He has two middle names. Mortimer. Mortimer. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. And he has it's another two, middle it's name. Two, it's a two, so. two middle name. Yeah. Well, I had I have the first one, so I'm looking for an assist here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about I you, Cardinal? I thought Ivor would know that. I thought Ivor would know. He knows his cricket. Is he available, though? No, you oh. have another one, Simon. Definitely. I get the 50%. I get Barbados, Jamaica. Those are the islands you play for. Uh, and, right. I, and I'll go with, and we'll go with Mr. Heath by St. Martima. Okay. Go, make a guess, gentlemen. Just make a guess for the middle name if you don't know. What, yeah, what's, um, what, what's that one? What does what it start with? Can you give us a little hint there? Uh, it, it, starts with an, it starts with an M. Middle name? M. Another M. Another M, yes. Michael M and another M. Two M's. Okay. Yes. Okay. Martin, Ma- Martin, Martin, Martin or Martin Ma- Ma- Martin Moore. Ma- Martin Moore. Martin Moore is already cardinal. The other one. The other one, no. Martin. Ma- Martima Maglin. That's correct, gentlemen. That's correct. Oh, Martima Maglin. 
Money. I know you. I know you look it up on your computer, but that's correct. <laughs> Frank, Frank, Frank Well, Frank well happens to be my favorite cricketer. Okay. Mm, that's, okay. I thought I thought he was long before your time. I didn't think you were born yet. No, I I, I was I was here. <laughs> I was here when he became. And okay. he was here when he became captain of the West. The first black captain appointed to West Indies in 1951. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. his first test so, tour. And his first tour to Australia. Yeah. Okay. And he is. That's correct. It's um. And he, and, and ran away England in 1963. Okay. A little noise in the background, folks. Help me. Yeah, it's Frank, everybody. Frank Mortimer Maglin Warren. Yeah. We learned something right. tonight. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, I know that you're going to give me an easy one now. Yes. Like, what ask, is Leon's middle ask. name? What's <laughs> Leon's middle name? That's easy. That's easy. That's easy. Best. <laughs> yes, the best. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Cardinal, why don't you give uh, Simon a question for me? You know, one at the top of your head. Are you up for it this evening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The the West Indies Championships, as it's now called, started this Wednesday. The first round just completed yesterday. Okay. Before it was called the West Indies Championships, what did we know it by? as its original name? Uh, it was known as the, um, um, uh, I tell you, West Indies uh, Inter-Island inter, inter Tournament, something like that. West Indies Inter-Island Tournament? No. Original, um, original. Way back. <laughs> Inter-Island. Okay. <laughs> is that the, is that the one? Way back, before, way back before you were born, Simon. Make a guess. I'll say um, the uh, cricket, cricket West Indies. Mm-hmm. I heard, I, I oh. heard Iba say, think gasoline, think gasoline. I, no, that was me. But it, the shell, shell shield. That's oh, right. Oh, that was you? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I, I thought it was Iba. Sorry, Iba. Yeah, that was yeah. I said it. I said think gasoline. Oh, I said that. Yeah, yeah, I know I heard it. <laughs> sound like you. Yeah, shell shield. I said that too. Shell shield. Shell shield. No? <laughs> that, was, that was the shell shield. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Shell shield, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. the one I grew up with, shell shield. Yeah. Okay, so you see we all learn from each other. And you know I say all the time to Mr. President, I talk with um, Dennis all the time. I talk with Audley at the time. I said, you know, coming at this show, I learned so much about the game of cricket that I never thought I would ever learn just from listening to you men who know the game so well, you know. I'm very appreciative of this show. That's something really good that um, you thought of putting a show like this on because I've learned so much from you men. You know you do know your game. And ladies, too, I'm not taking anything from ladies. You do know your game of cricket. The cricket game that I love. I called my granddaughter this afternoon. She's in college in California. So I said, um, are you looking at the game tonight? She said, no, puppy. 
And I know you're not looking at it. The only game you know is cricket. <laughs> <laughs> That's what like me. Yeah. Yeah. To me, Gentlemen. the only game you know is cricket. <laughs> so she knows me very well. She knows me very well. She said, I know you're not going to be looking at it. Yeah. Okay, it's a pleasure to show with you. There's good reason, Simon. There's good reason to look at it. You must look at the commercials. You look at the halftime mm-hmm. show. It's nothing else. Okay, yes, no. Uh, no, you know, you know, don't understand what they're doing. Let me send the question to Simon some more, folks. I don't want to lie to you. I don't understand what they're doing. So I don't oh, really okay. understand what they're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I can't see you running with the ball under your arm. The commercials want I can't, you can't run with a ball under your arm and call it football. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not big money for my answer, Simon. Hold a while, hold a while, hold a while. Check it in order because the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals are coming up in a battle for the championship of the 56 um, Super Bowl. Okay. And we wanted to ask the panelists their thoughts and who are they backing to win this title. Simon, okay. let's start with you. Uh, what you say the two names are? <laughs> Rams and the Bengals. Uh, where are they from? Which state Bengals. are they from? Both of them from California. Nope, nope. Bengals from Ohio. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I think I heard someone someone saying both of them. Both of them are from Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, Cincinnati. That's true. And one from Ohio and one from California. I'm corrected. Yes. Okay, so I'll I'll pick the one from California because that's where my granddaughter is at school. I'll pick California. Mm-hmm. And can I come next, uh, Leon? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And just yes, tell I, us your I reason why. Si- <clears throat> Simon, why you, you have it right. Because, as I said, we down here are rams with strong horns, and the Bengals are coming in with their tail, and we'll send them home with their tail between their legs. So okay. there's no doubt. There's no yeah. doubt the winner will be the rams. Okay. And I have... One final piece of advice for Simon. I have a brother out in, uh, in London right now who says, when is the game? Which channel is the game? I want to see the game because if nothing else, I want to see the commercial and the halftime show. So that was good advice. There you go. <laughs> I get you. I get you. I get you. Easy answer for them. Say every channel in the U.S. <laughs> At least everybody could this is a worldwide thing. How about you, Cardinal? Who are you going with? Are you going with the, the Rams or the Cardinal? Or the, the, the Bengals? The Bengals. Mm-hmm. Well, I am not, I am not a, a football fan. I don't, I don't even watch one game. So no, I don't, I don't, I don't look watch. at that game either. <laughs> on, hold on, hold on, Simon. Let, let, me hear from, let me hear from Cardinal. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cardinal. I don't know who is doing what and who is the better claim. I don't even know who the mm-hmm. players are. At the time I used to hear the, the name Tartan, hmm. I don't even, even know who the, who the quarterback is. I have no idea. So, you know, don't take what I say. Wait, what the names are now? <laughs> the, Los the, Angeles. The Rams. Rams. And, and, the Rams. The Rams. The Rams and the Bengals. Just call okay, them right. Rams and the Bengals. Wait, I'm going I'm to go with the Bengals. I like big cats. <laughs> 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 I 
right, Ghana. can I come Ghana. here? Let's see if, oh, no, let's oh, see if oh, I'm Ghana. Yes, Let go ahead. Pray. That's fine, that's fine. Ghana, come on in and tell us who you're going with tomorrow. Well, as usual for yeah. me, I'm just mm-hmm. trying to learn the game, but I always go with the underdog. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Bengals. That's right, really. Let's see, let's see, Merchis. She was here late to win for a long time. Merchis, tell us who is going to win tomorrow. I'm depending on whatever you say. I'm going to today, you. today. It's today. <laughs> today, today. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, everybody. Hey, good evening, Merchis. Good evening. Well, I don't back. I don't. I don't back none of the teams, but. If I took well, the East, I pick the East, the East? which is the Bengals. I'm going with Cardinal. I like big cats, and I do not lie. Ah! Okay? Very good. <laughs> 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 okay. Go ahead, Iva. Iva, you In this case, it's the undercat. No, uh, <laughs> uh, you want to go to fire, right? No, the, the, Bengal, the, 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 the big cats from India, the, the Bengal Tigers. <laughs> yes. yes. Mind where you are going. Yeah, Mind where you are going. <laughs> All right, let me make sure. Get go the ahead, balance. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Hello? Ivan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me get the table balance. So much is going with Cardinals. So I'm going with Donna. I'm going with the underdogs. I'm going with the Bengals. And we have to remember, mm-hmm. we have our preferences, but we're still a sports show. The only one in North America that brings you sports at this time, well, at least on a Sunday afternoon. So we're into football. We're going to discard these naysayers for talking. The number one sport in the world and only America is playing it. Football. Are you ready for the football? Yeah. Yes. Bengals. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone who is? All right. Uh, my time. Oddly, yes, yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, look, just like Cardinal, I, I've, I've never mm. watched. I, I've not watched one of the NFL games. I'm not a football fan. But everybody, you know, uh, the Rams are the overwhelming favorites, and and I've been saying, um, I, I intend to go to the Bengals. But now it's like most people are going to Bengals. So on this show, <laughs> the, the 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 Bengals are the favorites. So I'll go, I'll go with the with the other one, the, the Rams. I'll go with the Rams. And the Rams. Some, and somebody talking about the 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 commercials and the halftime show. Um, the halftime show is is one reason I I, I don't watch it. Because of the vulgarity sometimes that that goes on, yeah, stuff like you know, how they how they dressing and thing like that. So I I, I, think, I, I don't watch it. Serious. That was a one-off. Going... That was a one-off. No, 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 not just the malfunction wardrobe. The the, the way they skim, they they dress simply, uh, you know, on stage and and stuff like that. So it, it, it's not my real, Only get real, man. Get get. It's not. It's not my. Well, it's not my stuff. It's, uh, it's not my stuff. I don't watch it. You have a channel. So you Somebody control the channel. You, you, you know, know exactly what you want to watch. Because of what they did to Kaepernick. Somebody told me that's what you really want to see. No, 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 no. I don't remember well, what Kaepernick. I don't want to be just calm. Your mother be said, all that artist didn't say it's no better than what he said. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. I don't, I just don't, I don't, I'm just not into football. I'm, I'm not into football, and that's one other thing. I'm not, I'm not going to watch it either. When I hear the clamoring about halftime, so no, I, I, I don't. Guys, you guys are killing my commercial, man. I, for 30 seconds, you know how much money I pay for a commercial for 30 seconds, man? You you know tell, tell, them, tell them, tell them who you are going for. I've right. already said. The Bengals, always. Oh, oh my goodness! I'm, I'm going what? to Dennis. I'm going to the Rams. I'm going to the Rams Uh-oh. this time. I was gonna, I was gonna say Bengals, but everybody here is going for Bengals, so I want to be on the other side. I'm going for the yeah, Rams. I, I, follow your heart, are they? You're following, I, I, following. Don't, I don't, I don't know nothing about the football, the players, or anything like that. So it doesn't matter here or there to me. <laughs> Good job. That's the way I feel oddly. I couldn't care less. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand what Good they're doing. Choice, like foolishness to me. <laughs> the, the truth about it is, you know what I'm going to do? My my daughter is cooking, so I'm following the food. And I'm <laughs> going to... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a thing anyway. what to do. <laughs> yeah, so I too am going to go. I'm going to go with the the, the Bengals. Bengals is my choice. Miss McKenzie, who is he going with? He didn't say. Mackenzie. Oh yes. Yes. Mackenzie yes. Yes. I'm going with the Bengals. They beat up my Thank boys. You. They beat up my boys. My team is the Titans, and they mm. beat them up. But I'm going with them anyhow. Good luck to them. Okay, awesome. All right, so here we have it. And what time it kicks off tomorrow, Simon? Tell me. Today, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. I keep it's saying tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I thought we had Sunday. Tomorrow. Today. Yes, um, today. what time does that? Yeah, what time? No, I don't know, but you put your show on from 3 to 6, so I'll have to say 7 o'clock. 6.30, gentlemen. <laughs> Wait. I have no idea. Simon says I have no, I have no idea. Simon says 4 o'clock. I don't really, I really I don't care. Am I on? 6.30. Okay. And no, but he, he, I want him to guess. He said 7. <laughs> but it's 6.30, okay. the action starts. Okay, because they told us... Well, mm-hmm. the show is coming yeah. up from 3 to 6, so I said maybe it's coming yeah. on at 7, so by the time the others get home and have their supper and all yeah. that, also want to yeah, see, they will have a chance to see it. Dennis, I have a correction. This, <laughs> this, show, this show is here, this, this competition is here in my backyard, and it starts at my time. <laughs> you're right too. And you're right too. <laughs> that is uh, he, he's, uh, he, in his where he is three hours behind us. <laughs> so, and you're you're about a hundred miles away from the action, right, Dennis? That's right. That's right. Hundred miles. It's about oh, oh and a half driving. Yeah. That right too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's What's the name of your town, Dennis? It, I'm 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 in San Jacinto, but they are in Los Angeles. Is uh, the uh, location of the match? Okay, okay. Cause my granddaughter is in college there in LA. What part of LA? Oh, in LA. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, she's in Close a college to... called Loyola. Loyola. Marino? Yeah, Loyola. Yes, Loyola. I'm I'm aware of it. Loyola Marymount. Yes. Yeah. That's where yes. she's doing her yep. studies. She's doing international studies, and then she has to yes. go this summer. She's going to either France, Germany, or Italy to do right. a semester there because she's doing international yes. studies. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. But so when I come to visit my granddaughter, how far do I have to come to see you, Dennis? Oh uh, well, maybe a hundred miles plus. Okay. So say about from here to Jacksonville, about an hour and a half. It depends on the yeah. traffic, man. You know, it can, it can be two you... hours, can be five hours, can be. Depends <laughs> 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 on what time of the day. Okay, I understand you. I understand you. Yeah. So you, uh, um, Dennis, you are south of LA or north of LA? No, I am south of LA. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. So when I come to my granddaughter's graduation, I'll come and look you up. That's right. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you. Okay, it will be my pleasure. My pleasure. As one Englishman to another. <laughs> and you'll have the tea That's ready. The, the tea and crumpet ready. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Any, any questions Any questions that you'd like to ask? I just, we, we covered the action that is being held in, in India this morning, and we had the pleasure of having the auctioneer, the guy who was in charge of the auction, on the yeah. show earlier today. So okay, no, I missed that. That was a great, great help for us. So anything in your mind, and you want to know who all are being selected? I just want to know uh, what is the next move for the West Indies team? Where are they off the next? No, England is coming. England team is coming in March. England okay. coming later on, yeah. No, no we have the Pakistan coming soon. We have the T20s. We have the T20s to play. The T20s to play in England and then, I mean, in, big, no. in, 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 in India. India. Yeah. India. 16, and then we, 18, 20. Yeah, 16, 18, 20. Would England be playing any tests in West Indies? Yeah, these are the test matches they're going to play. March okay. the 8th. March the 16th and March the 24th. I got, I got you. And they have a, ma- a, a test, uh, practice match on March the 1st. And right. England, England have excluded Broad and Anderson from their team. Okay. So. Okay. Well, you know, I have a problem there. Two we can take us in, in England. Yeah, I mean, where test cricket is concerned. I know, I know. I have a problem there, and Dennis would back me up on this. My first team is West Indies. My second is England. So um, I'm just having a problem now which one I'm going to pick. But I have to go <laughs> with my father's team. I have to go to West Indies. <laughs> All right. Yes, bravo, yes. bravo, bravo. Uh, Leon, what, what about yes. that, that tight T20 today with Australia and, uh, and Sri Lanka? Yeah. Australia oh I didn't see that was gonna I Australia Australia won it. 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 Made uh, 18. Aaron Finch, the captain, made 25. Iglesias, Josh Iglesias, uh, Iglesias, he made 48. And those were the main contributors, with Samira mm-hmm. taking 2 for 30 in his four overs, and Hasaranga, 2 for 33. And in reply, what do you know? Um, they, um, 
the Sri Lankans, Sri Lankans made the exact score. 2-1-64 for eight. Eight wickets. And that's just the, 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 um, the friend. Nasanka made 73. And uh, Sanaka made 34, the two main scorers. And they, they went into a, a Josh Hazelwood, three for 22 in his four overs. They are Cummins, Richardson, Zampa, and Sony's, all, all Maxwell didn't take any. And Cummins, they, they took one wicket each. Uh, in reply, in the super overs, um, the Australian held the Sri Lankans to, I think, four or five. And, and uh, Australia knocked that off and, and won. For one, okay. they, they lost, the Sri Lankan won, lost a wicket too. So I think that's the four or five they made, and the, the Australian knocked that off to win the match and the Super Over. But that was a very interesting game, live wire. That, that would be a yeah. very exciting match, yeah. yeah. I thought they said cricket was dead. No, Just not cricket. This, this is T20, not test. Okay. Okay. Dennis, just a reminder to my fellow panelists that about two weeks ago, the West Indies women and the South African women had the almost exact same score with the result that the West Indies women won the only match of that series in the super over there. And I think the score were exactly the same, 164 and 164. So wow, uh, I, I, did, I, did not, I did not pick that up. They have two weeks ago, West Indies women, the only match of the series that they actually won. Mm. And, and course, the exact that, score, 164-164. I believe that was the yeah. exact score, too. Hold on, hold on. I have a comment. Come on in, Ivy. Yeah, can I found some information on the... the New um, way to do the super over. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Remember, once ago we used to have to select three batsmen and a bowler. That's no longer in effect. So let's go through it. Super over. The fielding team continues to field. The batting team continues to bat. The captain mm-hmm. gets to pick. Um, you know, the use ball they're gonna use. And the end in which they're gonna bowl. And the same thing when they when they chase is on. They pick the, 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 the batters, whomever they want, they don't have to say it ahead of time. Because what if you go and you pick in the past it used to be you have to pick these three mm-hmm. and then you pick a bowler. But now you send any any three. But you know the same rule applies. If two out within the over, match is over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that. Yes. Indeed, thanks for that. Mr. McKenzie, thanks, thanks you, for the info. You, you, you didn't know that yes, before. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. You didn't know that before, did you? No. Okay, well, tell Ivor thanks. And how about you, Simon? You learn so much more when you that's come true, here. That's right? true. Thanks for the info. Yes. No problem. Anything on anyone else's mind? Let's start you know with what bothers me? Recently, we have been playing cricket at three levels. We are the under-19, playing in the tournament there. We had the women, and we have the senior men, the seniors in India. And in, at, at all three levels, 
the performance was so dis- dis- um, disappointing. You just don't know where to, where next we go. And England is coming out here in the next couple of weeks or so, and I'm not too sure. You always seem to be up to the task. We just lost the, tri- the T20 to England, and I, I, it, it's just so disappointing that all, at all these levels of cricket we are playing, we can't even excel in one of them. On the 19 down, the ladies down, the men down. So, did, did, what you, can do you, you Question, question to you. Do, you. do you, have you seen the four-day championship? Or what are your thoughts on the four-day championship? Is the standard high enough or is it um, satisfactory? Is uh, uh, the four-day regional tournament. The regional four-day tournament. Just started last week, the first round of matches. Yes, uh, I think Jamaica is trying to put their heads out there while they don't know how far they will go. They were bowled out for 52, in 52 overs, 441 in the first innings. Leon, can I remind Max to yes. check his email? I, I sent him some note about the games in progress, so remember to check your email, Mr. Mac. Okay, sir. Yes. Okay, sir. Thank you. And on that note, I have to say so so much thanks to give so much thanks to Mr. Dennis for his super work he has gone into preparing the shows each week and helping us send out um, the emails with details. So, folks, please be kind enough to read your email because not all yeah, the time you pick up the phone. I'm very proud of him. He has done very well on the uh, on the show. Yes, that was very well. Yes. And let me let me give advance warning that next week I do want you all to check your email because we have two very important items coming up. You know, we're hoping to have as a guest a um, a gentleman out of Australia who has written some very strong um, dare we say comments about the ICC and cricket in general. And he's going to be our guest next Sunday. Uh, so please read your email. I'm sorry? Email for seven, right? Seven. Well, yeah, I guess the time will be our regular time slot, about seven, yes. And so he's coming in. For, he's going to join us from Australia to uh, tell us about his, give us his opinion and views on the play as far as the ICC and cricket is concerned. So it's really worth, and I hope to send you yeah, some information a, in the very interesting. That's so very, very interesting. So we urge, and we just all urge the panelists to, when, when, when once we have a panelist, try and we heard something on the, the gentleman so you can have some real good questions for him, and you never okay. know what you might learn. Simon, especially. I'm with you. I'm with you. And once you get the emails, um, just write down some things that you need to ask the gentleman because we want to look professional. When he comes on, and we had, I a, get real you, I great, get you. We had a real great guy on this evening. And oh, if, so if Dennis knows the answer, what part of Australia is he from? New South Wales. Okay. <laughs> New South Wales. Okay, Sydney. Yeah, uh, he well, said New South Wales. New South Wales. New South Wales. Yeah, well, that's the that's yeah. the province, but the capital is Sydney. Yeah. Uh, yes, okay. yes, correct. Okay. I agree. 
it's close enough to Sydney, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. I've been to Sydney. I've been to Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you know? Do you know? Do you know of any Englishman who has never been to Australia? No. They've been, they've, they've been going to Australia from the days of taking three months on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, the convicts, they used to send this, the, um, the prisoners to Australia. <laughs> the, England used to send all the people to Australia. Yeah. All the people who, who in Australia are, and, and represent as Australians are Englishmen, you know? Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. They went there and they what about the Aborigines? Aborigines? Yes, well, they, they are natives. They are, they are the natives there. They are the Australians. They are the Australians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are the, yeah, because... They, they are they, the Australians. Yeah. Malan, what's the new fastballer what's who made... What's, what's yeah. the name of the guy that yeah. came in recently? Boland. They were so proud Boland. of him. Boland? Oh, Boland. 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 Yeah. Well, okay, before him was Gillespie. Gillespie, yeah. in mega double century. But in Night Watchman, yeah. as an athlete, there was, there was, there was Freeman, Freeman, the, 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 Freeman, I think 400 or 200 runner, Freeman, yeah, yeah, yeah. the athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, folks, there comes a time oh, when good things must come to an end, so folks. <laughs> Um, can can I make to... one quick correction, Leon? Mr. McKenzie, this is a long time we haven't won anything uh, uh, talking about the three different formats we're playing. But don't remember that we recently beat um, England in a nail biter when um, Jason Holder took four weekends in four uh, balls. I, I remember so that. Yeah, but you said we haven't won anything recently. But that's so far between, man. You just beat England. You just beat England in a series. Yeah, so it just happened. Yeah. Mm. So you have to give them yeah. things up when they, when they deserve it, you know? So, yes, that's just yes, your mind. Oh, Thank you. Oh, oh, by, the, by the way, Mr. McKenzie. Yes, sir. <laughs> Mr. McKenzie. Yes, sir. I would like, I would like, to, I would like to contact you to to get some information from you, if you have it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know um, what do you what, what do you want. I, I'm on, I'm on, I'm like Leon. Give you my number. Okay. So okay. 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 Oh, oh, okay. Hey, Cardinal, is the worst thing to do, man. <laughs> Give Mr. McKenzie your number. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. McKenzie, you have it. We'll give you the number and make sure that you 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 don't don't hide it. No, I want to do that. You can do that too. Huh? <laughs> and you can get his number as well. Yeah, yeah tell him to put it in his computer. Put in your yeah, computer. You can exchange. I can send the mail to both of you. Yeah. In the okay. computer. Okay. okay. I, 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 yeah, I need to. Yeah. You, so you can't lose it. All right, folks. So why don't you start off, Mr. McKenzie, and say goodbye to all the wonderful folks? Well, I just want to say thanks to all of you guys for being part of the show. And then I really want to commend you each time for this such a fantastic job. It's, it's the eve of Valentine's Day, so I want to wish all our listeners a very pleasant and happy Valentine's Day tomorrow. And um, with that, I, I think it was a very enjoyable show, as per usual. And we look forward to seeing you next week. I then we'll see you all on the radio. Goodbye. Right. Thank you so much. Thank How about you, Simon? Simon, you... 
you make sure that you do the number. Simon, your final words. If not, is Simon with us? Okay. Donna, why don't you say goodbye to all the fans on the show? Donna? Donna once, Donna twice. Mertrice, once. Say goodbye to all the folks on the radio. Hello? Yes, yo, we're hearing you. Yeah. Enjoy the Super Bowl and have a good week next week. And God bless to all. God Thank bless you. you God bless you too, Mertrice. And who is next? It's going to be Cardinal. Why don't you tell the folks? Yes, yeah, um... We, we should have some great stuff to talk about. The 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 West Indies, what we call the perfect what was called the professional cricket league, has started out with a bang. We had some good games over the last couple of days. So mm-hmm. you know this is kind of you know bring up a lot of in uh, I should say discussion about the new selecting team and who gets selected because I see performances that are looking to get into the West Indies cricket. There should be a little less difficulty in selecting a team once the professional league has been completed. I hope the guys continue to perform as well as we started out and we don't get lots to talk about as the tournament rolls on. I'd like to join you, gentlemen, and share that that conversation with you. Until then... I would like to say thank you for sharing this business with me. Good night. Good night to you, Have sir. A great week. You too. Um, Ivor, you, your turn. Yes, Take it I'd be happy to do mm-hmm. so. I want to say a very special Valentine's Day to Mama Babadri mm-hmm. and to the four consistent ladies on the show, starting with Jaffna, Donna, Mertrice, and Lynette. We're going to wish you guys a very, very special day tomorrow. Of course, guys, enjoyed the Super Bowl. I enjoyed um, the show tonight. It was an unusual three to six. But next week, back to regular programming, six to nine. Make it a great week, everybody. Good night. Good night to you too, sir. How about you, um, Mr. Dennis? <laughs> yes, um, I would like to. Uh, I would like to say to my panelists uh, that uh, this week we did not get to explore the many trophies that's taking place around the world and I'm hoping that I make no apologies. Let's try and do it again next week when Jatin is available. And secondly, I implore you all to check your email on a weekly, regular basis because there are things that we want to communicate to you and that's the only way we can get your attention. So please check your email on a regular basis for information. I appreciate it, and see you all next week. Enjoy the show. Thank you so much, Thank you so much for your help and support, and, of course, we appreciate you. May you have a wonderful weekend. Oddly, you always send us... Okay, once again, I just just want to give a shout-out to Maru. Happy birthday, Maru. Happy birthday, and, um, of course, for those of you who had contact for Lawrence Yagaro, um, mm. that same day will be his 50th anniversary, the 50th anniversary of his debut, that masterful debut that the record still stands. Yes, Give him a shout-out. And, of course, I'm going to piggyback on Ivers. 
comment there on the four, the four regular ladies on this show. Yeah, happy Valentine's to you all. Happy Valentine's, special happy Valentine's to all the the men with their wives and, you know, fiancés or whatever. And, um, yes, and we continue to enjoy the... Before I go, I just want to remember that uh, yesterday is a spill check, is a spend check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. Today is live cash. So let us spend it wisely. Talk to you Thank next week, you. God willing. Six o'clock. Thank you so much, gentlemen. It was a pleasure to be able to conduct the show this evening. And what a wealth of knowledge we have here. And I hope the folks who have listened would have enjoyed every moment of it. Thank you all so much. And please go out with this. To all the folks who are having birthdays, I always want to say that I always love everyone. My Ruby, God bless you. Glad that I met you and all the wonderful ladies that are surrounded with us here on the show. Good night. God bless. Enjoy the Super Bowl. If I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go, but I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And I
dreamed of. 